Making a playlist is a delicate art. It's like writing a love letter, but better in a way. You get to say what you want to say without actually saying it. You get to use someone else's poetry to express how you feel. And then there are the rules. It's gotta be entertaining. You gotta tell a story. Can't be too obvious, but can't be too obscure either. You can't double up on songs by the same artist, unless of course that's your theme. Anyway, a good compilation, like so many things in life, is it's hard to do. game and i forgot to tune my guitar <laughs> oh, this is the greatest show maybe next time all right all right <laughs> <coughs> welcome to the pull apart podcast this is josh heiser here with james prophet and joe bill and nick and we you guys are- have last names <laughs> Nope. Fucking awesome. Nope. Nope. Okay. Cartwright. Boljo Cartwright. And we are back for another music edition, although this time we are doing covers. Uh, Still tournament, 32 choices. The extra two this time were chosen by Ashley, Joe's wife. Yes, Mrs. Joe H, period. And uh, I wanted to get it started by everybody giving their two cents on what a good cover is. Anybody want to start with that? Well, Bill, this was your idea to do covers this week. Do you want to do it? Yeah, I'll start us out. So my definition of a great cover is a cover song that sounds almost nothing like the original at all. Because in my opinion, if it sounds too much like the original, then I'm just going to question why you even really covered it to begin with. I really appreciate bands that will cover a song that is outside of their genre and cover it in their style and almost in a way kind of make me forget that the original even existed so so some of them when i was going through this bracket when i was listening to the songs i use the abbreviation of bto standing for better than the original because in my opinion some of these covers that were put out there were better than the originals just because of how different they were from the original song and the and the style that it was done in by the person who was singing it so yeah that's my definition of a good cover awesome so i'll go this is this is joe i have a kind of a similar vibe i was texting my brother cuz even though these are anonymous songs i got somewhat of an idea of his tastes and i know that some of his are are famous songs but he also tends to sometimes like songs that are technically covers 
and I don't like what I would call technically covers because just my personal enjoyment of covers comes from a really famous song, like whatever. Um, I was going to blurt out one of my songs, but you know, imagine. All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> exactly. Because to me, it's like a song that's in your brain deep down. Even if you don't really love the song, if it's a popular song, it's deep down in your musical DNA. And this is kind of bringing out, kind of like to Bill's point, if it's a song that's in a very different style of something you already knew, it, first of all, it's like really jarring and cool, like a cool way, but also brings out some of the nuances that you might not have from the original. And I definitely agree that if it's and i don't even know who's who submitted these or really at the moment i don't remember which ones they are but there are a couple that are so similar to the original that to me i would just rather listen to the original yeah and then one one last thing i'll just say i think we all probably have like sacred artists and to me like i didn't like no offense (laughs) to anybody if there's ever a michael jackson cover i'm just like this is bullshit. I'd rather just listen to Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> don't touch perfection. Uh, which We're definitely was not his motto. But, um, but anyway, that's kind of my general idea of covers and what I enjoy from them. So I'll echo a lot of that um, without going down that that path too far. But I agree that I think a good cover shouldn't sound exactly like the original or even really really that close i mean it's if it's gonna sound like the original song it's karaoke so it's it's not really to me it's not a cover song it's it's karaoke it's a tribute band song or something like that Uh, a really good cover like bill said is that it's when a a band goes outside of their genre outside of their comfort zone it's when sometimes it's when you hear a cover and it's just so different from the original that if you're not really familiar with the song, it you may not even really recognize that it's a cover at first. Now, that being said, I also, for me to really love a cover song, I've got to understand the source material. So there's a few songs on this playlist that we're going to be discussing that I heard the song and I was like, I'm not familiar with where they got this song from. I'm going to have to go look this up and research it. So if I didn't know the song beforehand, or if it was just so drastically different that I couldn't place where it came from, then I'm not going to think it's a good cover song at that point. I mean, there was one and I'll get into it later that I did. Like when I looked it up, I was like, Oh, it's that song. Oh, okay. I didn't realize cause it wasn't one that was and super I know familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I I thought this was something else. I think a good cover song play, pays homage to the original source material without completely copying it, but improves upon it in some cases, or at the very least makes you appreciate the original song even more. Okay. I'll go next. I agree with everything that's been said so far. The one thing I'll add in is that when you have a source that you're taking from, you've got three options. You can either be better, worse, or different. And I think the problem that songs that really are more re-recordings by different artists that don't change that much musically, they can very easily fall into the category of being worse, especially if a song is so prominent that it's hard to get the original out of your head the 
safer and probably way more difficult thing to do with a cover is to be different reimagining the source material doing it in a totally unique way that those are generally my favorite covers or at least the most interesting ones to listen to i'm a bit more forgiving of it sounding the same if it's really freaking good yeah uh, so this is josh i don't know I, I really haven't given a whole lot of thought i just i think whether or not it's good so sometimes they do sound very similar, which is one I picked that I almost didn't pick because I know a lot of times people don't like that. But sometimes I feel like it's like like a perfect homage, like a tip of the hat to that original band if the song is almost like spot on. Or sometimes like within this case, their voice is very similar. So it's like, hey, they sound a lot like X. It'd be cool if they covered one of their songs. So I kind of go all over the place. I, I do generally like it to be relatively different but i also don't like it to be so far different that you can't even hear the original which i feel like happened with a few of the ones tonight so that's kind of what we think about covers generally do you guys want to get into the first round let's do it the first round matchup is the cardigans with iron man and that is hold on i'm sorry i i just realized i don't have like oh. We should actually, I don't think we've said this yet. The six of us, we have no idea who picked what covers. One of the things we thought would be fun this time is to make it a mystery and have each of us guess who we think submitted the song. So the YouTube playlist, which you can find at the Pull Apart Cover That Man, has all the songs listed in order, right? Yeah, the playlist yep. is the Pull Apart Cover yeah. That Man. And they all went to me, so there's a handful that I remember who sent them. There's most of them I don't. So what most of us are going to do is when we talk about a song, we're going to pick who we think, which of the five of us nominated that song. Yes. Or which of the six okay. of us counting Joe's wife, Ashley. <clears throat> and, and I don't know <clears throat> all of the original bands, so if you want to jump in at some point, if anybody knows, feel free. But yeah, the Cardigans, Iron Man... He's on a delay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this kind of messes with it because I thought Bill might have picked the first one. 
But unless he's just bluffing like it's poker, then I guess he didn't. And my guess is that James picked both of these songs. <laughs> so this is Joe. I definitely think that James picked the Cardigans, because who else would? <laughs> and I love the Cardigans, I'm just saying. Cardigans the mandolin one... Romeo and Juliet soundtrack from the exactly. 90s. How <laughs> soundtrack ever. I thought the mandolin song was Josh, and that's my guess based on the general sound of the song, but also because I thought maybe I was wrong, but I thought you were more into covers that weren't famous songs already. So I'll go ahead and jump in here real quick since everyone has chosen James on the cardigans and say that I was the one that chose that one. So yeah. For mandolin rain, I'm going to guess that Ashley chose that. I chose mandolin rain. So you're oh, all wow. Wrong. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Nick, you want to talk about Iron Man? As you may or may not know, and I'm sure you do, um, Iron Man was originally performed by Black Sabbath, sang by frontman Ozzy Osbourne. The Cardigans are definitely not Black Sabbath, and they go out of their way to really not sound anything like the original song. I discovered on Spotify that you can get a pretty quick and easy playlist of cover songs fairly easily. So that's, I guess, maybe about a year or so ago, how I started finding more and more cover songs, is I would just put on this cover song playlist at work, and it'll just add more and more to it. And the Cardigans came up one day, and immediately I was like, what the ever-living hell is this? But then even before the, the vocals kicked in, I was like, oh, Okay, I, I know what this is now, but I'm still not sure. And so on subsequent listens, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. <coughs> I never really was a huge Cardigans fan before, and I'm, I'm not now either. One song's not going to change my mind. In fact, I think I'm only really familiar with one Cardigan song, and I couldn't tell you what it is right now. I'd know it if I heard it, but... Um, love me, love me. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So, yeah, when I heard this version of Iron Man, I love the original version. I just, I think it's a great song. It's a fun song. I love how it was used in in the movie Iron Man. So, yeah, it's I, I really appreciate what they did with this cover. James. Okay. All right, so Mandolin Rain, Wanda Vic. I had never heard this song before I started researching for this project. So Mandolin Rain is a song originally by Bruce Hornsby, who's the guy that sings That's Just the Way It Is from the 1980s. It's on that album. I always really liked the song, and a few years back, I sort of went to try to find a good cover of it, and I found a punk cover that's pretty good. Hmm. But this was honestly... I was almost looking for this. I, Again, I like the song, and going over the last few weeks of our list, which I did before I picked, I was looking at the different kinds of music that we had in there. I kind of wanted to find a bluegrass song, and I thought Mandolin Rain would sound beautiful as a bluegrass song, and I found one that I thought sounded beautiful. So we've done rock, metal, country, alternative, and now we can say we've also done bluegrass, and that's essentially why I nominated it. Nice. Cool. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> oh, random thing too. Nick, Iron Man, right? 
Yes. Funny thing about that song. I have a random memory of an MTV news commercial bumper when the Osbournes was on. Right. So it was essentially about Ozzy Osbourne going to his first concert in like 15 or 20 years. And he was going to see the cardigans and he was taking his family. And the reason why is because he said, well, I heard they did a cover of Iron Man. And so, you know, one of my friends said they're pretty nice. So I wanted to come and see what it sounded like. And then they talked to him after the show. I was like, that was a good show. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, that version of Iron Man, I think that was very unique. I like what they did with it. That's cool. So, yes, it is Ozzy approved. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I I thought the cover of Iron Man was amazing i loved it so much it's getting my vote the wanda vick mandolin rain was okay but it was just kind of like blech. i don't know it wasn't bad but the cardigans iron man was just absolutely <laughs> kind of, amazing kind of I, a, but <laughs> <laughs> uh uh i just loved how she sang i am iron man like i thought yeah. that was just absolutely amazing like this one is one of the few that just nailed my definition of a perfect cover. This doesn't make this makes zero sense at all for them to cover this song. And then they just completely sang it their way. And I thought it was amazing. So it's, it's getting my vote. Yeah. That brings up a, a, a something I did leave out of my definition of a good cover song is if it's got a good, like WTF moment, like what is going on with the world? Like your brain kind of breaks a little bit. It's yeah. probably a good cover song. Yeah, and, and this one is the the second of the two that are just like the what the hell this is awesome. Uh, I I even said that I kind of liked this one better than the original, and I think Ooh. it's just because I mean Iron Man's great, but yeah, you hear it. I kind of do so, too. Like like you hear it so much, and you're like, cool, it's Iron Man, like whatever. But this one <laughs> was just great. I thought it was awesome. All right, Joseph. All right, so, Bill, are you voting? Oh, yeah, Cardigans get my vote. Your song sucks, James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, no, it doesn't. Me. No, it doesn't, James. But, you know, I All can't right, have well, you feeling too good about yourself. No, I, I will know. I, I will let you know that putting this up, I did not expect it to win before I even knew what it was going to be nominated <laughs> against. I love the song, and I wanted a bluegrass song on there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I'll, yes, mission already accomplished. I'll jump in and defend it, uh, James. So one thing I forgot to mention, this is Josh, with covers and what we like, is I kind of don't like the what I'll call low-hanging fruit of check it out, we're so hard and we're doing you know something really old and slow, or we're super mellow and we're doing a really famous heavy metal song. So I kind of think that that's like sometimes just too cheap of a like, hey, check it out. And so for that reason, I will definitely vote for Bluegrass and I will vote for Mandolin Rain. Yeah. I'm also Mandolin Rain, so that's two for two. Josh, how you feeling? That was me, bro. Oh, Joe, how you feeling? <laughs> I get to be the tiebreaker. Too bad it's not Bill's song. Um, <laughs> he did no, vote I mean, for Iron Man, if you want to vote true. him down. Boo! <laughs> I, the, to me, this is a pretty easy one, only because of my, my opinion of covers, which I'd already gotten into. So if I don't know the original song, to me, it's like work. I got to... Kind of like Nick said, I gotta research the song and be like, 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. My guttural reaction is like, okay, this is a... Like, I actually didn't hate that song by any means. But to me, it was just a new song. And that and isn't like, what I enjoy good. about covers. Iron Man, right? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am voting for <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, ah, yeah. Flame. <clears throat> and... So before we move on, I will say to to Josh's point too that kind of piggyback on that a good sign of a bad cover song and not necessarily bad but one that doesn't get like high rank for me is when it's kind of making fun of the source material. So if you see like most of the cover songs from Pop Goes or Punk Goes Pop and all those kind of albums are for pretty much making fun of the source material there and they're a fun listen but I would never put any of those on a playlist like this. See, I kind of like it if they're po- if they're making fun of the original. And there's one yeah. in particular on this list that I yeah. love yeah. for that reason. Yep. It's so good. Me too. Yeah. Me too. There's a few. <laughs> there's a few that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the All Taco right. Bell. <laughs> was that real? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I make a fart noise every five seconds because I'm twelve. <laughs> Ashley loves it. <laughs> so round, uh, the second matchup is the Deadly Gentleman with the Kids Don't Stand a Chance. More work, as most people would say. Fiona Apple with Across the Universe. As they call me on and on across the universe. Thoughts meander like a restless wind inside a letterbox. They tumble blindly as they make their way across the universe. I'm going to guess Nick was the Deadly Gentleman and Ashley was Fiona Apple. This is Josh. Those are my guesses. Nick and Ashley. I, I actually remember who did both of these, so I can't guess. You abstain. I abstain. Well, so I know. since I was a vote, yeah. Joe, do you have a, a pick in this before I chime in? A pick on who I think it is or on who yes. I want to win? Yeah, I... I know one of them, which is kind of obvious, I guess, now. But the other one, I actually guessed James. I guess the kids don't stand a chance, James. So in that case, then, I am guessing that Joe was Fiona Apple, and the Deadly Gentleman, I will also say, was James. Well, Nick and Joe, you're right about the Deadly Gentleman, and it was Ashley who picked Across the Universe. Ah, all right, so James, what do you got about um, The Deadly Gentleman? Okay, so the first time I heard this song was actually on the tail end of this conspiracy podcast that I enjoyed for a couple of months called The Higher Side Chats, which I'm not going to mention because we don't plug other podcasts here. 
And I have no idea if the song was popular or not. According to what Josh just said, I'm assuming it was not. But I was always told I'd like Vampire Weekend. And I looked up this song when I heard a different version on that podcast. And I found this version a bit later. I like this version better than the original. That's about it. I just thought it was a pretty cool song. There's a story behind it of the guy being in college and getting presentations sort of about these guys kind of pitching them to trade in stocks, work on Wall Street, and him just kind of saying, like, these people don't seem happy, but the generic stuff they're offering, the money, it does sound very appealing. And he wrote The Kids Don't Stand a Chance based on that, I think. So anyway, I like the song. That's all I got. Well, I will say, sorry, (laughs) go ahead, Joseph, if you want to jump in. Well, yeah, just speaking for Ash, I mean, she loves Fiona, and there's a million, as we can't remember, but I'm pretty sure we'll find out as we go, there's a million and one covers of the Beatles, which kind of weirdly, I mean, the Beatles are like, we we worship the Beatles in our house, and I don't know, it's weird, because I said earlier that, like, Michael Jackson, I don't like hearing any covers of his, but the Beatles, it's almost like, the opposite like the more the better every cover seems to be good because the music is so inherently perfect that anyway whatever this, that actually picked this song <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly she loves vampire weekend so when i heard that song i actually already knew it and that was kind of my one of my examples of it's not terribly different like it's still kind of chipper and whatever i mean i'm sure a music expert could tell you the difference but to me, it sounded pretty similar, so I know we're not doing this yet, but I'll just go ahead and vote for Fiona. Here we are. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. James? I love Fiona Apple. Each of my daughters have their very own individual lullaby that I sing to them, and one, my oldest daughter, her lullaby is Extraordinary Red, Machine. Right. It's Extraordinary <laughs> Machine by Fiona Apple, and the other one's lullaby is Waltz by Fiona Apple. So I do nice. heart Fiona Apple. I thought this was a cool cover, and I had it. I always say I rate the songs. This one was just half a point underneath the one I chose for myself. I really loved it, but I like the kids don't stand a chance just a little bit more. So I'll go ahead and jump in. I've heard of the Vampire Weekend. I have tried to listen to them before, but have not really found anything yet that just like i've said in previous podcasts they don't have any music that has just grabbed me immediately because i'm a lazy music listener and i'll admit to that so i wasn't really familiar with this song at all never heard of the deadly gentleman i appreciate what they did the fiano apples version of the beatles song across the universe i first the original song it's it's a good song. I wouldn't say it's like the best Beatles song, but it's a good song. But to what we were talking about earlier, Fiona Apple's version to me doesn't sound that much different than the Beatles. So it kind of puts me in a weird predicament here because I like the song. I like what I'm hearing, but at the same time, it's like we're talking about covers, not quality of the song. But yet, I don't really know the source material for the first one either, so I'm kind of forced into a situation where I have to pick, like, just quality of different. song. You think Fiona Apple's version is different than the Beatles? No, the kids don't stand a chance, I think, is oh, different. okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that I, I would like to vote against Fiona Apple and say it sounds too much like the original, I'm going to go Deadly Gentleman, but I don't know the original source material. 
So I've actually changed my mind a few different times here. I'm going to go with Fiona Apple. <sighs> All right. Yeah, so I I was not familiar with the original song that the Deadly Gentleman covered, so I listened to a little bit of it, and I like their version of it so much better uh, than the original Vampire Weekend. I don't know much about Vampire Weekend, but it's I do know that I was disappointed by their music because I thought their name was awesome. I'm like, oh, that's I a great name. And then, and then I listened to some <laughs> of their songs. I'm like, oh, sucks. So I'm not saying I've listened to all of them, but... Didn't like it too much. If you've I'm heard not a one fan. Vampire I only, I only Weekend, you've heard yeah. them all. <laughs> I, I, change your life, man. I really liked this cover, and this is where I I make a rule and then I break it whenever I feel like it because I know Fiona <laughs> Apple's cover of Across the Universe doesn't sound totally different. It sounds different, but not as like I said earlier. But guys, I love if you guys this. fake. The Deadly Gentlemen lose to this poor man's They Might Be Giant band, the Beatles, whoever they are. I'm going to be so mad. The the Beatles. (laughs) The Beatles. I love this cover so much. And and I and I've said it many times before. And I know music video is not a big deal. You know, we're we're just going for the songs. But this music video is if I were to make a list of them, this would probably be within the top. 10 music videos just because i think it's so awesome and how it's shot and everything so i'm going fiona wait you mean top 10 of all time or top 10 of what we're discussing tonight i i don't know i would kind of say top 10 of all time just because i wow. love how this video is shot yeah yes that and uh peter peter gabriel sledgehammer nine times <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Gabriel digging in the dirt for one of those slots. That's super cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this video was awesome. It really was. James, so, you just didn't stand a chance, man. <sighs> just like the kids. Poor kid. <laughs> so right. I didn't vote, but I would vote for Fiona all day. So. Do you have any thoughts on either of those songs that you want to add? Yeah, I mean, not really. I just, you know, Across the Universe is a great song. Fiona's voice is amazing. I I love that cover. I, I had heard it before, but regardless, I love it. Gets what my did list. you think about Kids Don't Stand a Chance? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember Vampire Weekend when they came out because they were on NPR and everything. But they just, I, I don't know, I felt like a little bit too old <laughs> for them. This song specifically never really clicked for me, so I guess it's just one of those things. If you don't like the original material, I guess it's probably kind of hard to like the cover. Okay. Regardless. Regardless. So the next matchup is Hugo with 99 Problems. Typo negative with Summer Breeze.
already know who chose one of these, but that's not because of knowing who sent it in, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I'll, I'll chime in later. You abstain then, yeah. So well, I, no, it's just I've got a very yeah. educated guess. I'm assuming <laughs> anybody that picked typo negative has got to be Bill. Yeah. You are correct, sir. <laughs> There's no hiding it. I'm going to say that um, I learned about typo negative from Bill. And I learned, I learned from about, watching you. Exactly. And this was the song he used to introduce me to them. So there you go. You said, I'm out. <laughs> so I, I know I know who picked Hugo, so I have to abstain. Joseph, you I got know it. who picked Hugo, too. I kind of guessed James on Hugo, but I, I'm not positive. Bill, do you have Maybe any guess? Nick? For Hugo... I was going to guess Josh. So, it was me, motherfucker. So it was James. <laughs> James, do you want to talk about any of problem? Can I talk about Hugo for... I'm just kidding. I, I, Hugo was not me. <laughs> that of course me. it's Josh. It's Jay-Z. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, I'm saying it's me. It was Nick. <laughs> no one ever listens. <laughs> All right. Nick, you want to go with your... Who, who picked last, Hugo? Last, Nick. Nick. No, I'm kidding. Shut up. Who's Nick? So, <laughs> is that the one with the clown makeup? Hey, Joella. Oh, <laughs> sugar tits. That's right. Nick, oh. you know, glitter tits. Glitter tits. That's right. <laughs> Nick, do you want to go over this uh, blasphemous song? Yeah. Oh, blasphemous. man. Man, oh, I, loved, I loved this one. So we already I, know where two votes are landing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. So... This is an artist that I really wasn't very familiar with, so I had you to put do your a... quote air quotes on that. Air quotes, Joseph. Yeah. <sighs> Come on. Anyway, so this guy is a um, Thai British singer. Um, he actually is on Jay Z's uh, record label, and that is where he he got the rights to do his version of 99 Problems because Jay-Z had signed him to a record deal. This song is, I mean, it's very kind of like bluegrassy version, and I know we're going to get several bluegrassy versions of songs tonight, um, but this one just has kind of like that that darker tone to it. Um, I've, I've mentioned on a previous podcast the uh, Southern Gothic playlist that I listened to, and I think that's where I found this. I don't know, it's just... I. I really appreciate what he's doing with this. <clears throat> it's definitely a tribute to the original song without making fun of it, because obviously I think he'd be out of a job if that's what he was doing. It kind of makes you think, oh, you know, I really like this version. I want to go back and listen to the original as well. So you get to appreciate Hugo's version, and you also get to go back and listen to Jay-Z's version more if so inclined. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I really like what he did with it. So that's yeah, that's the song. And Bill, you want to talk about typo negative? Yeah, I can't remember what album this came off of, but it was most people know this song from the intro to I Know What You Did Last Summer. This one fits. This was the first song that I picked when I thought, oh, it'd be cool to do a list of covers just because this fits like everything I love about the covers like they take the and I had to look it up here 
that Seals and Crofts made the did the original Summer Breeze in 1972, and they take this happy 70s era song about just a great summer day, blah blah blah, and they just turn it on its head with so it's kind of has this depressing tone, but at the same time it's still kind of happy. So this, strangely enough, for me is like the perfect summertime song. Yes, of course, because of the the topic of the song. But there, I just love the duality that it is depressing, typo-negative sound, but yet still maintaining an element of being upbeat and happy, maybe. But it's still there. I just think it's a great cover. Right. I, I will also say that I, I kind of hate this matchup because I don't want to vote against either of these songs. Yeah, I would agree with you. I loved 99 Problems. I thought it was great. I thought it was freaking hilarious. But not like hilarious in the sense of making fun of the original. Yeah. So so it wasn't like a, you know, a Weird Al cover, you know, quote unquote. I know it's not necessarily a cover, but I thought it was great. Um, but I, I got to go for my own here. Yeah, for, yeah, for your I own baby. The same. Yep. Yeah. So I, I definitely... Got a, a Weird Al vibe with this one, where it was changing some of the lyrics around and all of that. And yeah, this is Josh, and in our house we worship Jay Z like Joseph worships the Beatles. So I I got it. But it go. is Jay Z approved. I mean, it is. It's got a stamp, but also Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know what I mean? So got to go with typo negative. Woo. <laughs> You mean Jennifer Love Hewitt is in a bad thing? No, I mean she was in I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I love. I was wondering why oh, you that's threw right. her in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, did I, you I was, have a stroke? I was a huge fan of that movie back in the day, and so yeah, I, I love this this cover. So I really enjoyed the cover art to that movie. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that all, James? <laughs> the movie was good. <laughs> that cover art, though, that was really. Something. <laughs> James, James, do you have a vote for this song? These two songs? I didn't want to vote against either of them. And. James, you're cutting in and out. Hello, James. James. Sorry, did I cut out there? I'm run you cut yeah. out for Can the you hear me now? Let's <clears throat> Let's do it. Yeah, you won't be missed. Are you more sure if it's dramatic <laughs> pause? Right. Or I'm voting for 99 problems, but I love well both these songs, and I hate the internet for putting them against each other. Well, the pull apart. <laughs> I like. There you go. <laughs> oh, I'll go. This is, I think this is the last one. I, you know what? Hold on. I, I also absolutely adore Jay Z and all things Jay Z. It shocked me when you told me that he, I didn't know that, Nick. So, I mean, I guess he gets a little more, I don't even know if it's a little more credit, but just a little less hate. But I still <laughs> hated the, the version. And really, it, it really could have nothing to do with Jay-Z. I don't know. We've talked a lot about music videos on here. If I heard this on the radio, introed by Jay-Z, maybe I would like it. But watching him walk around Brooklyn in this, like, artsy <sighs> shot documentary vibe with his fucking stupid hat. I was like, I <laughs> never wanted to punch somebody in the face so bad in my life. Well, you're starting to sound like me now. Come on. Yeah, good. <laughs> Maybe he's a good through. dude. Maybe Jay-Z loves him, so I don't know. But yeah, I'll just I'll just pick typo negative. <laughs> I am shocked. Don't, yeah, don't listen to these people. 
They hate him because he's Thai British, because he obviously sounds Thai British. But <laughs> yeah. he's fine. He was good. Thank you. Yes. All right. Did I? What did I? Did I miss the winner? It's uh, uh, Typo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next matchup we have is Dave Matthews with all, all along right, the. Take back everything bad I said, Nick. I love you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I vote for Hugo. Let, let me just sharpen my knives here. Vanessa Carlton with Painted Black. I feel mm-hmm. like both of these are very obvious, but we can give it a whirl. I see a red door and I want it painted black. No colors anymore. I want them to turn black. I see the girls walk by. Well, yeah, Joe picked Dave Matthews. I mean, that's no question at all. And James, I got to pick James mm-hmm. for Vanessa. All right, Josh, what do you have? That That's my guess as well. <laughs> all right, this is another one where I know both of them, so I can't chime in. Uh, Nick? I will go ahead and say my vote is that Joe chose Dave Matthews, and you all are wrong. I chose Vanessa Carlton. That's too yeah, <laughs> The world I is good. Sure this was Nick Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> and the cardigans. What is happening? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're great freaking so, songs. And Nick, no. yes. I will say to, to unshatter your glass, think of the source material, and then it'll make more sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the covers the up back, and the dwarves suck. So that's why you picked Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> oh, what? Just right. the doors? Yeah, paint it black. Rolling Stones. Yeah. It's the Rolling Stones, mother. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Rolling Joe. Stones. Stir of echoes. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Joseph. You want to talk about Dave? I mean, it's it, there's no there's nothing I haven't said already. Actually, I will say I guess this is a live version, and I'm positive that a lot of people. Fairly or unfairly, hate Dave live because they're like ten minute songs. I could watch Dave live twenty four seven and and not get sick of it. There's nothing I love more, and especially when he like screams, kind of yells, which he does in this. So it's a perfect song. That's all I got. Great source material too. Yeah, I love. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So with Vanessa Carlton, I this is one where I'm I am much more familiar with the original song than I am the artist that covered. I do know of Vanessa Carlton because she came around at kind of the same time as 
I can't think of any of their names now, but there was very similar singers that um, Avril and uh, yeah. Jones and Yeah, yep, yep. And there's another one that I'm completely blanking on. But anyway, it's like what? Sarah Borelli's. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. These real people. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, James knows. For whatever reason, like James and I, like since college, have kind of had a running joke of like seeing a red door somewhere and saying something about painting it black or like just referencing that, like the title of this song. And we just think it's hilarious for no apparent reason. So much. I, I, right. I still to this day don't remember why we started doing that. And James, I'm sure your memory is better than mine, but if you do remember, I will be astonished. But yeah, so that is my history with this song. This, the Rolling Stones, they're a band that I kind of, I love them and I hate them. There's there's songs like this one that I think are just perfect. Like it's it's dark, it's kind of a acid trip, it's it's just a it's a hell of a good song. There's other songs on of theirs where I'm just like, this is just Mick Jagger showing off, and Mick Jagger really kind of annoys the hell out of me. So thankfully that's not this song. Vanessa Carlton, her other stuff is not like this. She is not a rock singer. She's, I would categorize her more as easy listening. So I would not really go out and buy an album of hers or listen to a Vanessa Carlton themed playlist. But I just love what she did with this song. Love, love, love what she did. So yeah, that is why I chose it. And Nick, you mentioned a guy named uh, Mike Jager. Is he the singer of that Rolling Tones band that Joe was talking about a minute ago? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, he... Just make sure I'm keeping up. Mike Jager, you are correct, sir. <laughs> so, so this... that's, that's amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> and Kevin Reshared is the guitar player. Oh, dude, I know a Kevin. Yes. I wonder if it's the same guy. <laughs> he played Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my gosh. I've so <laughs> seen that ride at Disney World. <laughs> uh, so I, I will go ahead and say yes, I am voting for mine. And not just because I'm not a Dave Matthews fan, but I, I'll not go down that rabbit hole. Did, did you at least watch it? Yes, so I watched it all the way through, and I I will say I'm going to take out any of my Dave bashing right now. I love the source material. I mean, I I presume that he is covering the Jimi Hendrix version rather than the Bob Dylan version of this song, just because that's what it sounds more like. And I mean, I can appreciate a good live performance. And if I were a Dave Matthews fan and I was at that concert. I would have totally geeked when this song came on. So yes, I did sit through the entire 12 minutes and 49 seconds of this video. Now, every time it came on after that, I skipped it. So this is Josh. I'm absolutely voting for Dave. This is the Central Park concert that he did right after 9-11 in New York City. So if you guys don't vote for it, then that means that you hate first responders. (laughs) So uh, Super (laughs) Patriot. I just love it. I mean, I think Joseph may have been trying to get an easy one with me, but uh, <laughs> the Central Park concert is my favorite Dave concert. I mean, you guys probably all have your own favorite Dave concerts. 
Martin Luther College. <laughs> Mine's a Central Park. Yeah, I love this. Love this version. It's amazing. And, I, and I'm and i a huge Bob Dylan fan, but since he is kind of doing the Jimi Hendrix version, it's, it's awesome. I love it. So that gets my vote. So I'm not surprised that uh, Josh played the 9-11 card, seeing as how he hated that one British Thai guy just because he wasn't American. <laughs> I voted against him because of that. But I will say... I have both these albums. I like both these albums. I like both these songs. I was impressed, Nick, that you got all the way through the Dave Matthews song because I started it on Wednesday and the intro is actually still going on in the background for me right now. But it's a great I will say, <laughs> I love the album. It's so good. And it's a cool version of All Along the Watchtower, too. But I'm voting for Paint It Black because I think that version is so interesting and her voice sounds haunting. Well, well. well. That low hanging fruit was delicious, though. Mm. (laughs) Tasty. Check it out. It's a 20 year old girl doing a a Doors cover, right, Joseph? It's not the door. Check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So I, I will admit. When I saw Dave Matthews on here, and then I saw the video was 12, <laughs> Half an 12, hour. 12 minutes long, my initial response was, I am not going to watch this entire video. <laughs> I, and then, <clears throat> so then the first time through the playlist, I listened to an, the, like the first, whatever, 30 minutes of it. And I was like, <laughs> man, move on. And then the I'm like, <laughs> prequel. <laughs> the prologue and i was like man i i gotta give it a chance it wouldn't be fair for me to not vote for the song not having listened to it all the way and so like <laughs> so and, I, and i'll come back to that and then like before <laughs> I, and i listened to the vanessa carlton i think before the the playlist was put in order of the matchups and i'm like oh this is cool and then for me if you're going to cover a song like paint it black you got to nail it and like just kill it and I don't feel like she really did. And the Dave, I was listening, I listened to it all the way through. And I, and I wrote in my notes, like, this is, it was slow at the start, blah, 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 whatever. But I wrote like, this is the Dave that I like, like that one Dave Matthews song, Joe, that you put on in the first matchup. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is just kill me, put me to sleep. But like, this one was great. And the thing that nailed it for me was the dude on the keyboard, because I am a sucker for people jamming out on a keyboard like that. And I freaking loved it. So I'm going Dave on so, this one. Oh yeah. Keyboard solos and saxophone okay. solos will always Saxophones and votes. keyboards. If you want my pants to fall <laughs> off, that's what you got to do right there. Oh man. I know. Texting Andrea right now with that one. Um, <laughs> and Joe, Put on congratulations. Some last, yeah. That was my first big victory. I mean, I've had it a couple sneak in, but... It won't last to the second round, don't worry. <laughs> I will say, um, not that you're asking for this, Bill, but I'll send you some videos where he's more like this, and he's yeah. like screaming. And there's a song that I wrote a college paper about in Gatineau, by Ooh, the way. Send, send us that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wish I could. Um, we don't. But about I, you said that I'm like, oh please. <laughs> yeah, I, have, was, I know I have it somewhere because it was Doctor Gore's, and I saved I, everything with. It's a song called Crash. Yeah, you guys heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Dawson's Creek. 
<laughs> um, anyway, don't drink the water. And it's about like white man taking over America, quote America, and screwing over Native Americans. And it's awesome. But cool. Say, yeah, send it to me. I technically didn't vote yet. And Paint It Black is one of the greatest songs ever. Mick Jagger wrote it about depression. And Josh and James, I think you'll like this. He, he kind of based some of it on Ulysses. He actually stole one of the lines from Ulysses. So mm. for that reason, I'm voting for Dave Matthews. Boom! <laughs> such, such suspense. <laughs> you know what I think is funny, Joseph, is if I would have sent that video, I would have at least given everybody a heads up that they could skip four minutes into it before it actually starts. <laughs> <laughs> you a-hole. <laughs> Believe it or not, that wasn't a troll. I just didn't even think about it. I'm so used to watching him for it does. hours. Joe's yeah. just so selfish, he's not concerned with other people's thoughts. <laughs> Believe it or not. All right. So that the intro next... is not as jarring in the context of the whole concert. Can we, the people that know that album, can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I never knew that it was the drummer that did the laugh. I always thought it was Dave. So videos, who knew? I thought, I, I thought that part was awesome. <laughs> that, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave's awesome. Next time, top 32 Dave songs. You ready, Nick? I can do it right now. <laughs> I will be sick during that podcast. Eat some more Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next, we have Cal Shed with brother, sister, mother. Oh, actually, reverse, <laughs> reverse that. It's what is it? Cal Shed by brother, sister, mother. I'm an idiot. Because they say Cal Shed in the chorus like a couple of times. Yeah, got it swapped. Sorry about that. I just that. thought they loved their name. You know that uh, great something. Beatles song where they're like, Beatles, Beatles. Cat <laughs> <laughs> got your tongue to smile like a king. and song, follow the trail and all Make you feel my love. I know you haven't made your mind but I will never do you wrong. I've known it from the moment that we made. No doubt in my mind where you belong. I'd go I know the answer, so I'm going to abstain. Uh, I'm going to say, since know. James corrected you on the titles, I'm going to say that James yeah. submitted <laughs> Brother, Sister, Mother. Yeah. Well, it, and YouTube give, gave away something as well about that as as well, as pointed out by Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. James picks, James well, picks, <laughs> picks Cal Shed. For Adele, my guess is going to be Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill sounds confounded. I would never. <laughs> Bill's clutching his pearls. <laughs> yeah. 
It was that <laughs> SNL skit that got Bill into Adele, where they keep on playing Hello over and over at the Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was amazing. All right, Bill, do you have any guess, guesses? For, for Adele? Uh, yeah, or, I, I don't know. Since the world has gone crazy, I'm going to pick Nick on that one. <laughs> I know this is great for an audio podcast, but if you could all check your texts, there's a little hint. I'm, oh, I see. Great, uh, great yeah, video here. Quality podcasting right now. Please tell me <laughs> that. Please tell me that's a candle. Yeah, it is. Okay. Text the picture <laughs> of a candle that says. But it doubles as a vibrator. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the explicit tag on this. Uh, <laughs> so Joseph, did you pick this or did Ashley? I picked this. No, you didn't. Oh, oh. oh, never mind. I'm a fucking idiot. God yeah, damn. it was Ashley. My bad. <laughs> I love Dell, so I just assumed it was me. Oh, oh boy. Joe's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and who picked Cal or the brother, sister, mother? Cal shit. Cal. That would be James. Okay. Be me. All right, James, do you want to go first? Um, sure. So I didn't know the original version until I heard this version. The way I found this was really weird. It's actually, there's this singer that Josh used to like a lot. And I'd heard something had happened to him. And so I was curious on how his musical community was reacting to it. And so I looked it up and the article about it referenced this other thing that had happened to somebody similar and then it had to be like two in the morning because i don't have time to go down these like google rabbit holes unless i wake up in the middle of the night right so i was trying to find out what happened to this other person because it sort of was bothering me that like it, it was essentially two people had an affair right and it was like well the guy you know got back to music all of the was like well whatever happened to the girl what happened to her what's going on with her life and so it just sort of for whatever reason, I can't remember freaking how at all, but somehow it ended up at this video. And I, for whatever reason, it just sort of like bothered my soul. Like, what about her? Like, why didn't anybody take her back in? Blah, blah, blah. It was sort of cool for me to find this video. And I think it's her and she's with like her two kids and they're just hanging out on the beach and they're singing a song. And I thought the song was really cool. This is another one I nominated that I do not expect to make out of the first round. I would not be surprised if nobody else liked it but me. But I love it, and I listen to it a lot. And Bill said there's something on YouTube that gives it away. The video only has like 100 and something views, I think. So I left a comment just whoever watched it wouldn't. Like, hey, but you have one person out there that really likes your video. <laughs> and anyway, that's Cal Shed. All right, and Adele. So, real quick though, what is the, I'm not familiar with the source material. Like, who's the original artist? It's nobody I've ever heard of. I can't even tell you who it is right now. I've oh, only listened wow. to the original version like one time. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, and Joseph. Ashley likes Adele. The song is Bob Dylan. Weirdly, did not mean for a few Bob Dylan songs to come in, but Josh will deny it till he's blue in the face. But I think Josh and I both thought this was a Garth song growing up. As he did, <laughs> oh yeah, okay. He did this with Trisha Yearwood, and it's also very good. It's just one of the best love songs ever. 
in my opinion. And so Adele doing it is pretty much a home run. So that's what I'm voting for. So it's weird, James, you mentioned that. I'm assuming I know who you're talking about. And that I almost put a cover on here, I wanted to, of a different Bob Dylan song of that guy and his original wife covering it. And it looks like they've (laughs) taken all of them down on YouTube for obvious reasons. That song is called... (laughs) <laughs> that song is called If Not For You. But I, I also love this Adele song, and I will I will go with this one. Yeah, that's my vote. Bill, you want to go or you want me to? <clears throat> go ahead, Nick. So I will, just by my previous definition on, on covers... I'm not familiar uh, with the original source material. Yeah, I've, screw you. I've, just say it. <laughs> just I, say it. I, I, so it's so I was I would have to go. Go, on go ahead, Nick. Just, take me out back. Put a bullet in me. Just do it. Well, just I, okay, I can do that too. You can just listen to the song and do the same thing. Can I make sweet love to you first? <laughs> but it's oh, so much no, better yeah. after. <laughs> you know, screw me one way. You might as well do it another. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. I don't know the original. Come on, read it on the covers. So clearly, okay, Cowship okay. is a better song. I this will, is obvious. I will go on quality of the song. The recording, even. I mean, I like hearing the beach, but not in my songs. So Dude, that's cool. Well, I, guess, <laughs> cool. I guess you don't like Jack Johnson, then. Nick. Uh, he's okay. But yeah, so I'm. That going means Aaron that. likes him. She does like <laughs> <laughs> I bet if Dave Grohl sang a song on the beach, you'd like it. Naked. Drown out those waves. <sighs> All, All right, Bill. go ahead. Okay. So this one was tough because I honestly didn't like either one of these songs. I, I, I guys, my my, my my notes for these songs, Cowshed was, ugh, look how cool we are, because we're singing on a beach. And then Adele was like, ugh, look how emotional I am. I'm singing in a bedroom by myself. <laughs> no, it, it, Bill, if, this, if it makes it any better, brother, sister, mother, they're not a band. That's just a brother and a sister and a mother singing together. See, that they're almost makes it worse. That kind of like makes me dislike them more. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like I said, I just hate everything. I don't know. I James since Adele's already Adele has already won, correct? Correct. Okay, so my vote means nothing. And since I really didn't like either one of these songs, and I don't want James to cry about it too much, I'm gonna vote for Cowshed. Too late. I've already cried about it too much. Even 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 though even though I think if we continue this music thing, there needs to be some sort of award that could be designated as the hippie in the coffee shop that ruins my date with my wife award. <laughs> These and, and, <laughs> it's called the Josh Heiser award. <laughs> the Josh Heiser. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, this would be the hippie with his mom and sister who ruins the walk on my beach with my wife award. But I'm thankful for the sound of the ocean because I can at least walk away from them soon enough and I won't and walk anymore. Walk directly uh, into the ocean. Walk into yourself. the ocean. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I won't be tagging the that video with our podcast. <laughs> 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 There goes our additional listeners. The other nine people. (laughs) Thank you guys. Could have picked up nine easy listeners. We had a chance at networking and you blew it. You just had to throw it away. James, we'll just tag Adele instead, okay? Yeah, she might have like nine more (laughs) listeners than that. All right. Next matchup. Kids in the way with head over heels. And Richard Cheese with Shake It Off. Oh, yep, yep. I gave it away. Sorry. <laughs> I just really like that song, whoever picked it. Ooh, I go on too many dates. Ha. But I can't make them stay. Hell, even that's what people say. Whoa, whoa. That's what people say. But I keep cruising. Can't stop, won't stop moving. It's like I've got this music. In my mind saying it's gonna be alright Cause the player's gonna play, play, play So, I'm gonna go ahead and vote And that's even before Bill gave it away I was gonna say Richard Cheese was Bill And I was gonna say uh, It's kind of a toss up for me I was gonna either say Kids in the Way was Josh or James So I'm gonna go with James well, that's weird because I just assumed it was you, Nick. So that makes me think it was James. I do love that song, I, and I did love I that. I know name. exactly who picked both these, but I will say, even if I didn't know, I would know who picked both these. Okay, well, <laughs> Joseph, kids in the way. Yeah, what? I was roommates with Matt Hoffman. Of course, I picked kids in the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> that makes more sense now. Right. So, Joseph, you want to talk about the good one? Oh, wait a minute. Are we matched up again? So this is my chance for a three for three? Yeah. Good luck, Bill. Good luck, yeah. Wait, never mind. Okay, I thought Nick picked Kids in the Way, so forget what I said. I totally thought that was Nick, because he had played this for me before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have. It, this is, an, well, never mind. I'll, I'll talk about that when I say my piece. Joseph? Okay. Sorry, my headphones fell out. So, real quick, I mean, basically... Donnie Darker is one of my favorite movies ever, and the song rules, and Kids in the Way doing it is also cool, like such as. So there you go. <laughs> was a soup reference. Oh, man. <laughs> is that your right, Miss so... America speech? Yes, thank you. Yeah, Miss Teen USA. <laughs> All right, so this one was actually... So I was looking, thinking about covers and great covers and everything, and I first came across Richard Cheese from the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which, uh, you know, thinking about covers, like, I know it's kind of blasphemy, like, I love the original Dawn of the Dead, it's amazing, but the remake Dawn of the Dead is probably one of my favorite zombie movies of all time. I, anyways, great cover of a movie, right, whatever, Yeah. because uh, he did a cover of Down with the Sickness 
which was great, and how they cut it into the movie and everything else was super cool. And he apparently has covered everything in this lounge, just cheesy as hell. I mean, hence the name, I'm sure, like, uh, way of covering it. And this was not actually my first one that I had picked because he did a a cover of Everlong, which was amazing. But when I saw this on his playlist, I immediately messaged James and I'm like, I need you to switch these out for me real fast. And there are certain songs that... I would not openly admit, but who really cares, but is a guilty pleasure song of mine. And Shake It Off is one of my guilty pleasure songs that would, it's a fall, into, yeah, which, which would fall into the category of like Nick being disappointed in me for liking Aqua. I mean, so that's that's part <laughs> oh, of Oh, no, this so, is not that. I will support so, your Taylor Swift song. I so, will still not support yeah. Aqua. So I, I love... <laughs> I love the intro where he's like, I'm drinking and then I'm going to sing. And then he gets into it. And then like, he's all like, you know, says something like, I want you to email me Taylor, like something like that. Like I can just picture him just being like, if there was a music video to this, he'd be, be wasted and just like gross lounge dude. And I think it's great. I love it. I love the original. And I love this because like I said, what I love about covers, it's the complete polar opposite of, what the original sounds like and it's just super fun that's it so this is josh i'm i'm a big fan of kids in the way they were definitely in that time frame of college and just love i always love this cover shake it off is a national treasure and should not be messed with (laughs) so i will go with kids in the way So yeah, I knew I, I knew this one was doomed with you with uh, ninety nine problems. I'm like, well, shit, Richard's got no hope now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually so threw ninety nine problems in there, thinking that would be like a, a kind of a bait for Josh, but I guess not. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I thought it would go by in a walk, but yeah, Richard Hughes. By the way, the name of the album with this song is Supermassive Black Tux. Instead <laughs> of supermassive black hole, so that was pretty cool. He has another album called Lounge Against the Machine, so that's a good time. And I'm voting Richard Cheese for the split. I thought that was super fun. Yes. All righty. So is he so, like a lounge version of? This is a legit question. Is he like a lounge version of Weird Al or something? Where he does like, or I guess these aren't parodies; these are covers. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, as far as I know, he. He may have his own material, but everything I know of him are they're all covers from all genres. I mean, he's like his most popular hit was, you know, the Down with the Sickness because of it being featured in the movie. And it's really, really great. There was so many, many more than I even knew existed. So, yeah, he that's his deal. Gotcha. Yeah. By the way, Nick, is Aaron awake right now? Um, maybe, but Smell probably not. Oh. Okay, so she won't do that cough thing. Uh, she, she never do. will do that cough thing. Okay. What? I think it. So Aaron can apparently do this dead on impression of the cough at the beginning of Down with the Sickness. The ooh, Yes. And Richard Cheese, I think, Bill, am I remembering right that in his version, instead of doing that, he just clears his throat like. <clears throat> Yeah, it, it would, he guy. does that, but he just he does that, but then he also does like 
a loungy, like just cheesy as hell version of of that. Yeah, I will say yeah. that that cover of Down with the Sickness is uh, I've known that one for a while, like since Dawn of the Dead, and it's phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. As long as you've got a good sense of humor. Yeah, I remember seeing Dawn of the Dead in the theater, and when that song came on, I remember, like, busting a gut. I was laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. So, I am vote number five, correct? Yep. All right. So, I appreciate what Richard Cheese was doing. Mm. So much that you're going to vote for it. It's up against Kids in the Way, and I... I love this song. I love this band. I hate that this band flamed out the way they did by trying a a different album and everybody pretty much hated the entire album so they don't exist anymore. But this was not off that album. It's just an excellent cover. You understand and hear the original song in this song. But at the same time, you add in screaming to like a good 80s song, like a... Tears for Fears screaming is not something you would expect. And you get that with this. So I'm going Kids in the Way. Boo. Oh, ow. All hey, right. uh, how's my Sorry, dick Bill. taste, Bill? Huh? How's my dick <laughs> taste? <laughs> like licorice. <laughs> like, like mine. And Nick, if you wanted to hear Tears for Fears scream, you didn't have to play Kids in the Way. You could have just ran over them with a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of scream, James. Okay. Uh, okay. So next we have I don't know if I'm saying this right, Lissy with Dragula Bill. Am I saying that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Wait, That's the person what? who picked it. Vlogging Molly with the times they are changing, which is Nick. I, I know for a fact who did both these songs. So. I'm going to say that Joe picked Flogging Molly. I remember who did both of these. So <laughs> I did not pick Flogging Molly. Oh, James picked oh, it. Oh, it's a surprise. James? I picked him. Yeah, uh, I did not do Flogging Molly. All right. And again, totally unintentionally picking all freaking Bob Dylan stuff. It's almost like he writes great songs, but his voice sucks ass. So it's perfect for covers, pretty much. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. Mm. Yeah. Cab Power has an amazing one I almost picked, but I didn't. All right, Bill, do you want to do Dragula? 
Yeah, sure. So this song came to me from my little brother, Tommy. And it's funny because he texted it to me. He's like, there's a song that I think you might like, blah, blah, blah. And I loved it immediately. And I texted him like, oh, my gosh, this is great. And it was funny because I can't remember the, the, the back and forth of the conversation. But <clears throat> as I said before, I'm an old man who hates things. And he said that he was hesitating to send it to me because he was worried that I was going to be like, oh, they ruined one of my favorite songs because Dragula, great song great music video like it's absolutely amazing and i love this version of it for what i said at the beginning of the podcast like just taking a song putting it in their style and it sounds nothing like the original but it's still great and she has done several covers and she did an awesome cover of mother from danzig which was awesome and i almost picked it for this but my love for Dracula won out over it. And it's from a movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I heard it's pretty good. But yeah, I just I just thought it was a great spin on a song and it sounds nothing like the original at all. Awesome. Joseph? Joe? I kind of ran across this by accident uh, completely. I mean, I like Flogging Molly, but I don't know them well enough to like listen to their albums and stuff. I love their sound. Yeah, I just, I honestly can't remember. I was listening to, maybe I had Googled like some cover ideas or whatever, and I was like, holy shit, that's a great idea. It's going to be amazing. And then I listened to it, and it was. It's it's kind of like the perfect cover to me, because I love when you can, I actually really like, I think somebody, either Bill or Nick, maybe mentioned earlier, when a, a band goes outside their comfort zone. And to me, I love covers where they're like, quintessential sound like this is flogging molly sound but it's a completely different song of theirs you know uh-huh. so I, I i love that kind of actually like the vanessa carlton one like that is a vanessa carlton song to a t like it's what she sounds like but anyway yeah this song's rad so i will say that i am actually a little pissed off that i did not pick this flogging molly song and didn't even think to pick it I have heard this song before and absolutely fucking love it. So I'm sorry, Bill. I'm going with Flogging Molly. Sorry. Not that it really matters, but I forgot to mention that Josh and I loved Bob Dylan when we were young. And I remember checking out all the CDs from the library. And this was like by far my favorite song of his. So to hear it done like in a different way was kind of kind of cool. Oh, yeah. All right, James. Nice. So... I really loved Dracula. I was texting with Bill that I thought it sounded almost like a satire on uh, Adele or Tori Amos or people who kind of females who sing that kind of lower dramatic register like that. And I thought it was super clever and really good. But the times they are a changing my Foggy Molly was one of my very favorite songs from this whole selection, uh, including my own. I, just thought this was so fantastic. The Irish swear they bring to everything was on full display. I almost nominated a different version of this song by a guy called Keb Mo that sounds like the version of Changes that we did last week. And I'm glad I didn't because having just one was plenty. And this was, to me, perfect for what it was. So I'm voting for Floggy Molly. All right. So, yeah, this is Josh. I actually like both. I... <clears throat> 
I don't know. I, the Flogging Molly one I would probably lean towards. I do love Dragula. Uh, shout out to the PlayStation game Sledstorm. Am I right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it doesn't matter either way. Just Flogging Molly one. So yeah, and yeah. I and and I necess- I didn't officially vote, but this was one I'm just like, damn it, I really hated this matchup because the Flogging Molly was. I loved it, and I I have to vote against my own just because, I mean, it doesn't matter, but, like, this was amazing, and there's, again, you know, music video is a part of it. I, there's something about him reading the lyrics while he was singing off the sheet just made me love it even more. Like, I just thought it was absolutely incredible, and uh, it's funny because I was listening to it with my daughters, and I was like, this is a... this is Irish beat people up music. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, listen to it. It's like, <laughs> and I just started like throwing punches. I'm like, you just need to find someone to just beat the crap out of them to the song. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, I loved it. Uh, that's awesome. All right. So next up we have Halsey with I Walk the Line. this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time I keep the ends out for the tie that binds Because you're mine I walk the line I find it very, very Versus the interrupters with bad guys. I do what I want when I want to do my soul. So cynical. So you're a tough guy. Like a really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just always a buff guy. I'm that bad guy. Make your mama sad time. Make your girl from mad time. My sister's your dad time. I'm the bad guy. Duh. My guess is Halsey is Joseph because I know he likes her. And then the interrupters. <laughs> I'm still guessing James, although I've been wrong on a lot of his tonight. So who knows? I will second Joe's votes. That's Josh. Josh. <laughs> Joe. Butter. So I will say I'm not the interrupters, but I don't oh. remember who did any of these. So walk the line. I'll guess Joe just because of what Josh said. And the interrupters, I guess by deductive reasoning, I'll guess Bill. Huh. Yeah. We got another Joe Bill matchup. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Nice. All right. Joseph. <clears throat> Hello. He's putting his pants back hey, on. Sorry. You know, just a, just a Joe versus Bill is the feud of the year on the Pull Apart podcast podcast. So <laughs> I really want you guys to shit talk the other person's song here to really build up the angle. <laughs> All right. So I'll do it. So when I first heard this Halsey like shit storm of a beautiful song, and I'm like, where did I hear this before? It was in some sort of commercial, and it just kept bugging me. And guys, you know what commercial this song was featured in? Tampax. Frickin', the frickin' remake of Power Rangers. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Wait, that's which, where we've heard it before. Song? Yeah, so this song Here's is up. featured in some teeny drama bullshit where they don't even like do justice to goldar in my opinion come on come on 
the line she should have walked would have been like right out the window, 12th story. <laughs> down on the freaking pavement. I mean, what's funny is I couldn't remember for the life of me where it was from either. So that's hilarious. Yeah, but... I, I, it kept bugging me. I'm like, I have heard this in a commercial and I Googled and I was like, freaking Power Rangers. I'm like, that's not true. And I found it was the teaser trailer. And it's like, they're getting picked on in study hall. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So like Johnny Cash, Amazing. when he when he wrote the song Hurt, what, no, sorry, when he covered the song Hurt, best cover ever, he was hurting because he knew this was either going to happen or happened <laughs> to one of his songs. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Let's do it, man. Sorry, yours was so forgettable. I already forgot. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> For real, though. What, 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 all the interrupters. Oh, I'll yeah. talk about your fucking song. Billie Eilish <laughs> is a visionary, prodigy, amazing songwriter. And this bullshit, how do you cover a song that's out right now? <laughs> Dumb! <laughs> I want to know how Bill came across this. I would also like to know how I came across this. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was. Joe, are you finished? I didn't want to interrupt you. I mean, I've already. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with all the time, with all the time you've given us, I could look up to see if Hillbilly Moon Explosion did a cover of Happy Birthday to me. <laughs> Connor I mean, wouldn't give him the rights. <laughs> this song totally was a YouTube randomized playlist thing from where I had listened to enough of the interrupters. I came across them through just random YouTube rabbit holes and everything else, and I really liked them. And and strangely enough, and I have to admit, I do not like Billie Eilish at all. Like, she is just the epitome of the younger generation bullshit that just drives the old man me crazy, you're, which... You're a teacher? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but she's middle school, high school people. She represents that part. And yet, their bad guy is one of those weird guilty pleasure songs. I'm like, I really, really, really dislike the person and every other one of the songs that they sing, but I like this song. So when I came across this cover from a band that I liked, I'm like, excellent. I can now <laughs> like the song and the people who sing it at the same time and not have this like torn conflict within me. Now it's there's almost... a version you could admit to. Yeah, yeah, there, there is. I mean, it's almost as if, like, I'm trying to describe it. It's almost as if, like, there were these parts of me that were broken to pieces. And then, like, through a really long, drawn-out process, they came together. Kind of like the Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> and it just felt good. It just felt really good to have all those things united. Like one giant Megazord, as in represented <laughs> by uh, Joe's cover song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much defense. I kind of figured a lot of people would hate this song. I absolutely love Halsey. Um, <laughs> Dang. But yeah, I like, I mean, as you can tell by one of my next, I love covers where they're like super slowed down and like a strong v female voice. They're, they're great for trailers. 
So um, <laughs> that's what I love in art, you know. But anyway, vote her out. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> okay. I, as I will use Joe's argument against him on this, Johnny Cash is kind of a sacred cow to me. And Johnny Cash covered several songs and made those songs way better than what they were originally. But if you're going to cover a Johnny Cash song, you've just, you can't just kill it. You've got to utterly obliterate it. And I don't think Halsey did that here. Now for Bill's pick, the interrupters, I will say I have only heard of Billie Eilish. I've seen pictures of her and my immediate response is, why is that super annoyed tween getting paid to stare at a camera? I I don't know her music. I don't know why she's famous. I don't know this song. And for that, that should make me vote against this, as I did with James's, because I didn't know the source material. But on That's second right. listen... If you want to go back and vote for Cal Shells, okay. <laughs> On second listen and third listen, I just loved this song more and more and more. It's a good ska punk song. And just their performance of it, I know it's just them being recorded in a studio singing this song, but it's just the in- that brings the energy level of it up. And for whatever reason, just her utterance of the word duh every time, I was just like, yes, yes. Just the way that is said, that is perfectly uttered. So yeah, I am going with the interrupters. All right, James. I really didn't like the housey version of "Lock the Line." I'll just stop there. Yeah, the one, okay, no, I do want to mention that I thought she sounded like Lizzo. So every time she started with the word "I" and I walk the line, I thought she would finish with "I do my hair, toss, check my nails." And <laughs> that was it. So I'm voting for "Bad Guy" Hi, by the interrupters. Bitch. It had yeah. horns. I like horns. It was a fun song. So is that that's game over, right? I don't. Mm. My vote doesn't matter. Yeah. But say it anyway. I I'm of the opinion that don't mess with Johnny Cash. But I also didn't care for the other one either. I like that Billy Eilish song, and I don't know why some fucking ska band had to go and ruin it. <laughs> oh what. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I guess I'll vote for Halsey, but I'm glad that it doesn't matter because neither one of these songs. So I'll say this real quick. About all the people hating on Billie Eilish, this is not even my song, so who cares? But give her a chance because when you were growing up, you probably liked bands that were in their teens. You know, she's just the new generation's fucking Beatles were in their teens when they formed. No. Yeah, yeah. I also liked people that could open their eyes beyond like a quarter inch and could <laughs> talk as if like not completely infused with Novocaine. <laughs> you don't think that people like our parents' age were like this freaking Rob Zombie guy? Well, I like people that don't have to wear face paint. Like they, the whole point is to rally against. James, come on with your check. I, no, I, 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 I totally agree with you. One hundred percent. But being one of the old people now, I have to hate her because it's not it's not as cool as freaking dreadlock zombie paint, man. Come on. Like our, our but, parents did it. And now it's our turn. 
Yeah. Well, I guess I'm the only one that's not a parent, so maybe I'm still clinging on to the last fibers of my youth. (laughs) So we got. So did the interrupters win that one? Yeah. Yes. Duh. Okay. Uh, nicely done. So next we got Lawrence and the Machine with Stand By Me. Be afraid just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Versus Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Arnlova with You Ain't Going Nowhere. Genghis Khan and his brother Don, they could not keep from keeping on. We'll cross that bridge after it's gone, after we have passed it, yeah. Ooh, wrap me high, tomorrow's the day that my bride's gonna come now. I'm going to guess this one, and I know that I'm going to be absolutely right. Bill has Florence and the Machine. Josh has Glenn Hansard. Yep, those are my guesses. Actually, I, I know one of these two, but those are my guesses. Uh, uh, Josh is Glenn. Joe is Florence. Yes. <clears throat> ding, ding, ding. Oh, wow. The real giveaway was the, the video doesn't exist, and it just says Final Fantasy 15 at the bottom. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joseph, you want to go over four and Yeah, I'll just start real quick based on that. I will openly admit that I weeped like a little girl the first time I saw this or heard this song, this uh, cover of Stand By Me. It was to the like announcement, like full release trailer for Final Fantasy 15. And the song is all, or sorry, the, the game is all about friendship. Like, that's the theme of the game. And it's an incredible game and an incredible trailer. And, yeah, it's it's fucking dope. <laughs> okay. Um, so, this song <laughs> is, is in the soundtrack for I'm Not There, which is a movie about Bob Dylan. Which basically just checks all of my boxes. Kate Blanchett, Heath Ledger, you know, Bob Dylan himself rules, and Glenn rules. And this cover is, I don't know, I feel like this is the perfect cover for like the mix for me as far as original source material still being there, but then doing it their own way, but not like, you know, oh, look at us, we're cute, like, you know, all of your all's picks. So, uh, I'm just kidding. Vote for me. <laughs> that, that being wait, said, wait the play to see the crowd. I don't care. He's going to lose anyway. Yeah, he is. That being said, I do love the stand by me, and I was really mad that the I could have easily just made this like redo it because all of my song I haven't had a song yet, and they're all freaking in the last five matchups, so they're gonna kill each other off and but regardless i like both of these songs but i'm voting for glenn 
So I'm going to say that I assume I'm probably the only one here that never saw Stand By Me. Um, what? Yeah, so I don't have the emotional connection to I this song. I never saw it either. Oh, really? What? Movie yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I <laughs> get the pie the eating contest. Yeah. I get the references to it. So I know that for some people, it's a very emotional movie, and this song is a very emotional song. To me, it's not an emotional song. But I love Florence and the Machine. Um, Glenn Wait, Hans- hold on. Yes, you feel you feel no emotion listening to this song. No. When Some- do you feel emotion? Then uh, punch a kitten <laughs> right, be- right before the end of. <laughs> oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's I get when, that. Uh, when James throws a rock at a dog's abdomen. Yes. Oh man, that's a good a little, one. A little bit yeah. of a callback there. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, callback I don't, I don't know. earlier I- today. <laughs> So, I mean, Bill, you of all people know that I am a walking contradiction of emotions. I, I know. I, I get you. I don't know. But just, and I'm only saying that because I almost started crying listening to the song. Yeah, sometimes papers. I am a, a husk of a human being with no heart or soul or anything. <laughs> and sometimes I am a blubbering, crying idiot. So for whatever reason, uh, is yeah, this, I mean, it was just a song. It's all it really was. Same thing for Glenn Hansard and Mark. The Hates. Bible's just a book. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, some people could argue that. I don't know. I'm not going to weigh in. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I I had to just go by just how much I liked hearing the song that was coming out. I know that's not very articulate. Uh, a very articulate way to put it, but I love Florence's voice. Not a big fan of the song, but I love her voice. Glenn Hansard, I I do like what he does uh, musically, but of the few Glenn Hansard songs and performances I'm familiar with, this one just didn't didn't seem as Glenn Hansardy, if that's a way to say it, as the others are. I'm used to him just like beating the hell out of his guitar. So I'm going with Florence and the Machine. So just to okay. be clear, not that... Oh, go right. ahead. Joe, Sorry. You, Joe, you haven't actually voted yet. Are you voting for Stand By Me? I am. Now, I, I will say, I mean, I think I've said this before. The the frames, they're great. I just don't know them well enough to like know all their stuff. Obviously, that doesn't matter with covers. And Josh will kill me, but I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I would like them more live. And on audio, they just really feel like all of them are the same, which I love his uh, voice. And I was weird. But anyway, just to clear something up, it doesn't matter. But Nick, the the movie Stand By Me is not really where I know that song from. Or I don't, you know, like the, the song was out like 25 years before the movie. And yes, yeah. I just looked that up like a nerd. But and you, and you know, that's based off of the Stephen King Short yeah. story it's called the body. Yeah. Okay, the body. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give you a hug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hug your body. Oh. I should have. So I think that's another hurt. reason that it's emotional. <laughs> is like you hear that song a lot in like I don't know '60s montages and like <clears throat> just a lot of historical. I don't know. I can just picture it on like PBS documentaries. Yeah. Or something. I don't. I don't know. So I think that that's why. I mean, trust me, I love Stand by Me the movie. But I don't, we I don't really to. associate that with this. I'm just explaining to Nick, Josh. 
So I, I will say that if I actually had sat down and read the lyrics while paying, while listening to the song, it may have potentially had some kind of an emotional impact on me. But as has been said before, I just, I hear the music. The words are just another instrument to me. So unless I'm putting forth the extra effort to actually absorb the words, which I didn't with that song, it's just it's a song. So yeah, Nick, the words being an instrument, that's very Radiohead R.E.M. of you two who think that, so <laughs> that's cool. I... Alright, so last week, Josh had kind of... Actually, for the last two weeks, Josh just sort of sold Glenn Hansard as the greatest thing since Bret Hart, and I didn't think he quite lived up to that, but... I loved the crap out of this song. Yay. I like the song generally, but man, I thought this version was better than the original. Loved, loved, loved it. I've listened to it a ton of times. This is another one, another one of my favorites from this week. So I'm voting for You Ain't Going Nowhere. And like Bill, I also had a, an, an emotional reaction to this. I thought it was so good. <clears throat> I'm glad it wasn't just me. If anybody cares about Final Fantasy, or even if you don't, I'll send what? the trailer. Yeah, I was I was kind of taken aback <laughs> that this song was was used in that because I was reading through the comments about it and people they were like leaving like comments about and I was like, what the hell are they talking about? And it was like, what is this? What what is this song used in? And then I actually read the entire screen that was in front of me. I was like, oh, I get it. I I thought you ain't going nowhere. I thought it was good. I liked it all right, but it's just nowhere near as good as this version of I. I said for for Stand by Me that this is far and beyond the best version of this song I've ever heard. I just love her to death, and the song was just great. I seriously almost started crying. So at where Nick was saying, like sometimes you just go through and you're just like, nope, zero emotion right now. This was just like all emotion, all at once, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so what just won what just won Florence Florence so ah, me James and Joe and then you and Josh alright so next up we got the Civil Wars with Billy Jean and mama always told me be careful be careful what you do the lie becomes the truth And you Billie Jean Not about nothing She just a girl Claims that I am the one But the kid is my son Versus Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson with Helter Skelter. I guess it's Nick and Bill. <laughs> who picked who, though? <laughs> Nick is Silver War. You're correct, sir. <laughs> uh, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nick, you want to talk about Billie Jean? Yes. So the Civil Wars, they are a group that – wait, did Bill seriously just leave? Yeah, I, I think like Bill just left. Oh. Hold on. Maybe his phone died? All right, I'm, I'm inviting him back. There you go. really don't. Who's this? Hello? <laughs> New phone. Tommy? It's a uh, it's it's Glenn Hansford. You guys like my music? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, I could understand what you were saying, so it's not Glenn Hansford. <laughs> I, I didn't oh. realize you were so scared of competition that you were just going to hang up. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, let me set up my. Uh, Rattle cannon and record store and ruin a great pop song. <laughs> a masterpiece pop song. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so what I was starting to talk about was that um, the Civil Wars were a group that kind of appeared and disappeared very quickly and rose to prominence very quickly. That being said, they only had one song off their original album that I really cared that much about. The rest of them just kind of sounded all the same to me. And I wasn't aware of this version of Billie Jean until maybe about a year or so ago. I I just love the sound of their voices together in this. I love the darkness of it and the playfulness of it. The It's just... It's a hauntingly beautiful song to me. And, and that's that's saying that the original version from Michael Jackson is it's perfect. And I'm not saying that they improved upon it at all. I'm just saying they altered it. I won't even go as far as saying that it's equal in quality. It's not. I'll, I'll admit that right there. It's not equal to the original version. It's just altered in such a perfect way that... You hear the original song, you're like, ooh, I, okay, what are you doing here? But it's a beautiful, hauntingly dark, but uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's a great song. It's really sad, though, that, you know, that this group isn't around anymore. And honestly, no one really knows why, other than they had different opinions on what they wanted to do professionally. That's all that either member will say. But yet they also haven't spoken since they broke up in 2014 so there's got to be something heavier in there too so that yeah. kind of adds to the mystery of it from what <clears throat> research i did on it today and kind of piece things here and there it seems more like that uh, uh joy williams wanted more success and more notoriety and fame out of this group and john paul wanted less of that and Joy's husband was their manager, so there was a little bit of kind of a, a pissing match, I guess, between him and John Paul, and it was kind of wrecking their marriage. So it's, I mean, it's better off that they don't exist anymore, but it's also kind of sad too, because I mean, they they were just they are really talented musicians, and they sounded great together, and I think they sounded amazing on this song. Okay, so if I can chime in before I start talking about mine. So, you know, I, I fall into like super weird rabbit holes and I've actually kind of enjoyed the music, the Civil Wars. Like, you know, we put them on a playlist when we went on a road trip and everything. And I actually read that she's planning to uh, start singing songs with her son and daughter on beaches now. 
since they broke up. <laughs> that was a, a long way to get there. <laughs> and the rest the of us, we ain't going nowhere. Here. <laughs> All right, so I... I hesitated putting this song on here because I knew you guys would crap on it because it's Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson, but I freaking love this cover and I love this cover for a couple reasons. Cause like, so before I get into any of this, like I, there is a fine line between like the fascination with like true crime, serial killer stuff. And as an interest, like this is really screwed up, like an interesting part of sociology slash history right and idolizing these assholes who do this stuff right Mm -hmm. so part of my hesitation of this song is i think it's a great song that covers you know the the original beatles song that inspired charles manson which i didn't know that until not too long ago and the and the song, the original song, Helter Skelter, was written about some slide at an amusement park, which is super weird. So there's this weird history of like this song written about a slide inspires this loser shitbag to do these terrible things. And I feel like this song. So so there's that fine line of like, I have no respect at all for the people who are like, oh, Charles Manson and the family were awesome. But there is that interest in, like, the part that they played in society, in our history, is super weird to think about. Before all that stuff happened, there was no worry about celebrities and, like, no one locked their doors or anything. And then afterwards, that's when celebrities are like, we need to protect ourselves. It's just weird. Like, that time period is weird. And there's a podcast rabbit hole I fell into, like, listening about it was like a series is called like the summer of 77 or whatever, when all this stuff was happening. That's probably the wrong date. But so anyways, I feel like their song, even if it borderlines on some of like the people who'd be wearing like, you know, the Jinko jeans and still and all that, like it'd be like Charles Manson's cool, man. I feel like this song captures the insanity of that time period perfectly. And it's just a great freaking version of this song. And it's Rob Zombie singing like old school Rob Zombie, not like his newer stuff, which I don't like at all. But it's like cool hellbilly deluxe uh, white zombie era Rob Zombie. And I think it's great. So that's it. All right, Joseph. All right, James, you got something? Are each of you guys voting for your own here? Yes, correct. Okay. And, and I will say, though, that it. This wasn't a a tough matchup for me, but it was a still when I saw Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. I mean, I still will pick the Civil Wars over that easily, but I thoroughly enjoyed Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson together. I mean, if you look at it, they do have the one thing in common of like a a male female duet. So we got that going (laughs) with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Marilyn Manson, I actually just saw the other day, he rang my doorbell, and I opened my door, and he said, hello, look at me, aren't you shocked, are you offended, am I too controversial for your Puritan beliefs, (laughs) I, the last time I think I saw Marilyn Manson on TV, he was on an episode of The Talking Dead, and 
I'm pretty sure he was high. He sounded like an idiot, <laughs> to be blunt. Yeah. He was rambling, not unlike we do on this podcast. He was trying to make points, and he kept missing them. And then he would try to say something funny, but it wouldn't connect with anything that was going on, right? And I have a friend who has told me he's actually a super intelligent guy. He came off as the exact opposite of that on that episode. So that being said, that's not really relevant other than Marilyn Manson annoys me because I used to really like that show. And that was one of my first instances where I went like, oh, I don't want to watch this because some of these guests are not entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I will say I have never seen that episode, but I've heard – from multiple places that that is commonly referred to as, as a like, what the fuck episode of like a guest being on that was just had their own agenda and just kind of derailed the whole, whole show. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about it, but I'm probably not going to go back and watch it. If I thought he had his own agenda, I could kind of respect that, but he really just sounded like he was trying to be the smartest person in the room and failing badly. <laughs> so maybe I missed something. But... Well, and Chris Hardwick's like the biggest piece of human shit who's ever lived. So, right. yes. yeah, mean... so he deserved it. He deserved oh, it. Let's I not get into an argument on that. Anyway, I'm going to vote for Billy Jean. I loved it. I thought it was great. <sighs> James. And the Civil Wars have a great song with Taylor Swift as a tie-in to something we've covered here on the podcast already. <laughs> so that's another point for them, too. So I'll, Helter Skelter, I'm oh, glad sorry, you went sorry. into the uh, killer thing, because that's probably the second best-known fact about this song, with the first being that uh, U2 has a version of this song on Rattle and Hum, and it's oh, much neat. better. Than, so... Oh, so that's, that's where you're coming from. I get you. I get you. I like Proud Zombie, though. He's really great. But yeah, I'm voting for Gene. You don't come between Bono and James Prophet. Sorry, I guess if he just spoke at more UNICEF gatherings, James would like him better. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe if Marilyn Manson attended a few more of those gatherings and donated a bit of money, I would like him better. <laughs> He's True. got to spare. He doesn't have to spend it on breast implants. You can give it to him. <laughs> so this is Joe. I'm going to go next so that we can force a tiebreaker with Josh. Uh, I'm definitely picking, for lots of reasons, the, the Manson and, and um, oh, zombie man. song. So, first of all, the Civil Wars creep me out. Like, they just look... If you watch that video closely and you look at their their body language. I always got the vibe that one of them made a move on the other, probably the guy who, who knows. And that's why they broke up and don't talk to each other. They're just so weird. I mean, I don't know. It's just me. I actually like their music. So I'm not just being an asshole, but I can't watch them. Like they're so, they give me the, the willies. So what were your thoughts on Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga then? (laughs) I won't embarrass myself. <laughs> I may or may not have said some really cheesy things about how much I love that movie. But anyway, <laughs> I love Rob Zombie. I actually love Marilyn Manson, and I, I, I have seen lots of interviews with him where he's extremely articulate and things. I'm I'm hoping that this, the Talking Dead thing was a stunt. I know that's something he would do, and fuck Chris Hardwick, but... And Helter Skelter rules, and I'm very drawn to those people. If I was, I would be one of the people that was in the cult because I'm just very easily swayed by 
charismatic leader type people. You know, like how Crossroads is a cult. So anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm kind of rambling, but I'm definitely going with Zombie Manson all day, every day. I will say, as a former Jinko jeans wearer, I take offense to everything that has been said here. I don't know which is worse for Jinko jeans or supporting Charles Manson, but oh, how the turntables have turned! <laughs> Come on, Michael Scott. What did uh, what did everybody vote for on Glenn? I forget. Let me see. Just kidding. So I love the Civil Wars a lot. And I think they're amazing. And I think Rob Zombie is a tryhard, and Marilyn Manson is a big dumb idiot. <sighs> but jeez, uh, if anybody remembers talking about video game trailers, the Dead Space or no, what was it? Fracture, I think. Some weird video game like that where they played Helter Skelter, and I probably watched that on repeat like ten times in a row because anytime anybody say it was Red Faction, but. I... Anytime anybody plays Hunter Skelter, I just get I'm just duped a hundred percent, and uh, I'm voting for this because this version is awesome. And Michael wow. Michael Jackson should be left alone in peace where he rests. I'm just kidding, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I will say I did almost put a Michael Jackson cover of a Beatles song on here, and now I kind of regret that I didn't. <laughs> All right, so Joe, you were talking about how much you hate Chris Hardwick. Would you like to chime in on Michael Jackson? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So because I mean, like, well, it's totally none fair. of us here can totally. really know, and none of us can no, know it's... if he's innocent or guilty. But we all can kind of know that he's obviously guilty. Well, he <laughs> well and I'll say it's different from Chris Hardwick. So that's very mm. true. This is definitely a, another whole podcast, but I'm for separating the art from the artist on... Like, oh, definitely. I'll watch Annie Hall, you know, a million times, and I think Woody Allen's a piece of crap. So I, I'm, I don't really feel bad for listening to Michael Jackson. The stuff that bothers me is stuff like Louie, <laughs> where he's talking, you know, so connected to his, you know, art or whatever. But yeah, that's just me. All right, so next that we have... That got dark really quick. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine with the ghost of Tom Jones. Back garden light with I want you back. I know the answer, so I have to abstain. I'm going to say that Josh 
pick to rage against the machine and that back garden light was Ashley. Well, to be fair, we already know Ashley's too. Oh, we do. Then James. I'll guess. Right. I know one of them, but I'll guess James for the the back garden light because if it's anything like the oh, who was the other band where they had like nine views? I couldn't find anything about this band. I was googling them, and they had like a Facebook page, and that's it. So seems like a James <laughs> band to pick. Not good or bad. Just yeah, that's. Did he comment on their on their YouTube page? Actually, he put a bunch of hearts on it. So he was involved with a divorce, and I went down a Google rabbit hole one night. (laughs) The original version of the song was on a beach, but I found this other one to include. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's you, James. That's me. Yeah, yeah. And rage was not me. I I had Maggie's Farm in my top seven and didn't go with it. But yeah, this is Joseph. So, Joe, do you want to talk about Ghost Tom Joe? Sure. So, I don't know why. It seems like I have like every song on here. But I, James, I just got six, right? You didn't give me more than six. So anyway, yeah, Josh and I love Rage growing up. They're like extremely formative, I think, in our worldview and didn't know bruce springsteen growing up he was one of the whatever you would call it 70s 80s guys that my parents didn't like so we weren't exposed to him because when you're a kid you're just exposed to whatever you know neil diamond that your parents like so i didn't even know i knew the song as a rage song only way later did i get into the boss and realize holy crap this is a cover but it's super super I'm not going to be elegant. I'm going to be the opposite of what I'm trying to say. But to me, it's one of the great pieces of songwriting of all time. Like it, it harkens back to a lot of things in, in American history. The main character of the song, if you will, is not the main character of the song, but the title is from Stein. Grapes of Wrath. Thank you. I couldn't remember the book, yep. but yeah, it, it's, it's gorgeous. And, and nothing beats Zach and Tom banging it out so that sounded weird <laughs> i'm done <laughs> drink some more you'll be fine <laughs> all right so i want you back originally by the jackson five was one of three songs that i picked where i picked the song before i had a cover in mind to go with it and I just I found a couple of really good versions of this one. I liked this one a lot. I also have no idea who Back Garden Light is, but I thought this was super fun. And you should vote for it because the Ghost of Tom Joad. I I didn't like this version at all. But maybe I'm not a huge Rage Against the Machine guy. I did think they had probably the uh, fourth best song about Leonard Peltier back in 1995. Oh, right. But right. <laughs> but that aside, such a deep um, joke. <laughs> I am going to vote for uh, "I Want You Back." One of the best pop songs of all time, I'd argue. So the, I agree. So, so this is Josh. I'll do the layup Rage vote. Bruce Springsteen and Rage together. I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, James, I agree. This song is amazing. The original, so I don't know why you'd have some (laughs) no-name band cover it. My vote is for Tom Chode. So I'll jump in. 
since we haven't gotten to discuss this yet, and this was brought to light before, I guess, days before we started recording this podcast, I am no fan of Bruce Springsteen. I I, just, I, I don't know what it is. Well, I know what it is. The dude can't What sing. is it? He can't what? sing. He can't sing. And he... you picked the Silver Wars? <laughs> oh, sick bird. Um, I, yeah, I don't like Bruce Springsteen. I just don't. The Rage Against the Machine, though, I was familiar with this song before I realized it was a cover. I only found out it was a cover like maybe a couple years back. Love Rage Against the Machine. On the flip side of things, on I Want You Back by Back Garden Light, James, it does make me a little bit happy to hear that this is not a band that you have known and loved for years because this is a flaming piece of shit. I am so sorry. Jeez. This Nick, is the one person I was counting on to like it, actually. This is if you took Blink-182 and had them get in a sweaty orgy with 311 and that hot. that band that sang Butterflies, whatever they were. Oh, this sounds great. Yeah, oh, that sounds great. God. No. No, no. And oh. then the Civil Wars would sing a cover of it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have sex with their microphones. Oh, man. And, and this is this will be controversial, but I've, I've never been a fan of Jackson 5 either. I love Michael Jackson. Jackson 5 is just some little kid that hasn't grown out his pubes yet, squealing over some... Oh, yeah, so I, I'm going to go with Rage Against the Machine. Okay. <laughs> so that's it. That's three. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> oh man. Right, Bill, um, I, I mean, it's, it's really it's really funny. Like I looking well, at Aqua this. Brother. Yeah. So I mean, it's funny looking at all this because I, I think I said this later. Like as uh, or sorry earlier as like if you look at this as a whole mixtape, and to have Rage Against the Machine singing this really really intense serious song that is this beautifully well it's this beautifully written like the source material like tom joe like grapes of wrath is one of the best books ever and then it immediately is followed up by i want you back by this band i'm like he could not imagine like a harder record scratch sound in this is like it can't it's it was hilarious like it was cracking me up I liked I Want You Back, but I think what would have improved it is if Joe Jackson could come back and beat the shit out of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's what their <laughs> I think that's what their sound is missing. I gotta go rage. I, I loved it. I and my notes were like just the joke of it was like parentheses like life sucks and then back garden light was just like everything's great it's like just <laughs> existing back to back like that was just incredible so but yeah I gotta go gotta go rage awesome all right next is uh, another Bruce Springsteen song with the Avett Brothers singing Glory Days. Yeah, 
Bonnie, Sean, Bruce, David, and Jackson with the end of The Innocence. So anybody can place where we can go. Still untouched by rain. Or we could sit and watch the clouds roll by. Tall grass waves in the wind. James. Versus, That's what I'm yeah, going for. Glory yeah, days. Josh James, yeah. Same. Um, wait, so what? who was... Sorry. David and a bunch of 90s people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were saying Josh, David, <laughs> and James. Okay, on well, the other one. Mind. I would say you guys were guessing me because Sean is Sean Colvin and Avid because Josh loves the Avid brothers. Yes. Yep. Hmm. I will stick Nick. with... Yes. It doesn't really matter. Just come on. Let's go. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm that's, voting. That's Joseph. <laughs> I'm not Josh, you're such an asshole. Why did you say that? <sighs> because he wants people to know that he's the good twin. <laughs> that's my whole entire life. Um, so so James, James, that is you, right? Yeah, so, that is me. Okay. And that is me. So, so yeah, I picked yeah. Ava Brothers Glory Days. I love The Boss, and I have a mixed CD that I made of entire Bruce Springsteen covers. And so I wanted to pick something from that album. <coughs> I thought Joseph might pick Tom Jones, so I didn't go with that one. But the Ava Brothers are in my top ten bands ever, and I love this cover. It's really different, I feel like, from the original as far as sound. You know, there's banjos and stuff like that, and it's very... David, like it's very them, but still keeping glory days. Yeah, so I love it. I'm voting for that. Okay. So end of the innocence, I'm gonna vote for that too. This is another one where I actually looked up the song cover and I never heard had heard this before. I didn't know that these five people had formed a little super group and toured together before either. I like the song a lot, the original version, but it's not like I have listened to it a lot. I couldn't even sing along with it. But I've always just thought it was great in the same sense that I think I Want You Back by the Jackson 5 is great. And I like this version even better. Like Don Henley kind of goes high on the chorus. And the way that Bruce Hornsby, the guy that sings That's Just the Way It Is from the 80s, it turns out he wrote this song. I found that out while researching it. And the way he sings it, he doesn't go high. He just sounds resigned. And this, to me, I again, we're all kind of <laughs> in, you know, 30s, mid-30s to late 30s. Or To me, and Nick, we're 40 now. I go. like the idea of a bunch of middle-aged people that I guess are just buds, just kind of getting together and singing this song sort of about growing up and not lamenting it not celebrating it just sort of accepting it again resignation right now my daughter zoe has been watching the movie frozen to some and in it the snowman olaf straight up sings about getting sadder and wiser at some point and i think that's probably a really so good, good sentiment for kids to understand at an early age because that's sort of what happens 
uh, you get a little bit sadder, you get a little bit wiser, and <laughs> me, especially the way they sing it here, sounds exactly like that. You sort of understand what's going on, how the world works, and you don't hate it, you don't dread it. It's just like, the word resignation keeps coming back to me. I think this is a great, great song. And this is another one where I'm not expecting it to go to the next round, but I just fell in love with the idea of middle-aged people singing this together. And again, I'm a dork for Sean Colvin, so that didn't hurt. So yeah, I'm voting for it. So I'll jump in then. As stated before, not a fan of Bruce Springsteen. I didn't realize this was the Avett Brothers straight out because the first time I listened through to this playlist, I think I was either running or on the bike or maybe even in the shower, so I wasn't able to look at the screen. So as it started, I actually was kind of like, oh man, I'm not a fan of this song, and I'm just, I'm not, what what are they doing to it? They're like, I actually thought at first they're making it worse. And then cut to uh, the next song, and again, not listening or not being able to see the screen, the first thing I hear is Jay Leno's fucking stupid voice. Dude, I <laughs> knew that was going to be a trigger for you. I oh, knew. my <laughs> gosh. And it's like, like what's I, worse, that or Chris Hardwick? So, <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. Um, and so I know now that I wasn't in the shower because that made me look at the screen. I, I thought, I kind of thought like what Bill had said on the previous podcast that, is this a commercial? Why are they advertising Jay Leno? He's not on the air anymore. And I, I grabbed the phone and looked at it. I was like, oh, no, this is a clip from his show. And then I was like, oh, what is this? And I was like, I don't know who Bonnie, Sean, Bruce, David, and Jackson are. <laughs> so I watched more, and he said, covering Into the Innocence. I was like, oh, I, I, I like that song. This should be interesting. And then I realized who it was. I like Bonnie Raitt. You know, she's all right. I kind of nothing Sean Colvin. I don't I'm I don't have a point of reference with Sean Colvin. Bruce Hornsby and Jackson Brown, no thank you. I'm just not a fan. I don't know what it is. And so put them all together and I was just kinda like, this is my mom and dad would like this song. I think they <laughs> would enjoy this song. And then I went back and looked at the previous video. I was like, oh that was the Avid Brothers. I should give that a second listen. And so on second listen, I was like, okay, I appreciate what they're doing with a shit song. Uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can't really polish a turd, but you can make it smoother. And that's what they did. So I'm going to favorite brothers. So I, I would like to revisit something you said just a moment ago. So your parents enjoying that song. How would they be enjoying that song? Nick, what do you think they would be doing? <laughs> uh, doggy style. <laughs> Listening to Age of Innocence. Yeah, doggy style. That's how they'd be enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> what about your parents, Phil? Well, my mom's dead and was cremated, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, Nick. <laughs> so. So, maybe you can ask me how my parents would like it. Yeah. Uh, unless my dad's been taking some pottery classes lately that I'm unaware of. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go far. <laughs> oh, I'm snotting now. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen American Pie? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, oh man, man, I could, I could take it real, I could take it real far, but I don't want to give these editing geniuses any more that they have to cut out. So I'm just going to stop. Do it. Cut it out. This is <laughs> well, what? It's comic gold. Bring it. Well, I was just going to say. You made me say it. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> Anyways. And now I'm thinking of Dave Coulier. Cut it out. <laughs> Which ones are we voting on? Uh, some shit. Some hey, no, I, I got it. Got it. Got some it. Just by some old people. Um, I, I really liked both of these. I really did, but I just liked the Glory Days cover. I loved when they threw in the, the woo. Although I'm not quite convinced all those guys are brothers, so I don't know. Like oh, they're not. <laughs> I thought they were sisters. <laughs> no. Yeah. I thought they were both great, but going with glory days. All right, Joseph. So I love Bonnie Ray. I, I technically have seen her live on this. She just happened to be with Do James really? Taylor. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was recent. Um Dude. Stephanie and I just realized like last year that we both like Bonnie Raitt and we think that I Can't Make You Love Me is like one of the best songs ever written. Yeah. I I, I almost picked a cover of that song. I should have done it. It was... Uh, I, I, I looked for one. I couldn't find one. Oh, James, I'll send it to you. It's great. Sorry, Joseph. Um, no, you're good. Um, Sorry, Joe. No, no, no. I mean, Bonnie Raitt's great. I, I didn't... I won't say I bought a ticket because of her... I adored James Taylor and I went to see him and he was, she was actually with him. It was like a dual concert kind of. That's um, cool. It was fantastic. But just to keep it short and sweet. I, so, so I, I appreciate it. And I love the, the vibe you were giving off James, like the Olaf. I feel like it's one of the most underrated songs slash scenes in any kids quote kids movie ever. I mean, Pixar gets all the credit for that, but for like, you know, sneaking in super deep stuff with kids' movies. But God, I love that Olaf scene. And yeah. I, I like the, like it's I said, great. I like the general vibe, but I, I got to go for <laughs> taste. I mean, if it was a, if it was a video where it was just the, the picture of the song or whatever, you know what I mean? Without actual, I might have been tempted, but. I love watching the Avid Brothers play. They they look like they're having so much fun. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Glory days. So you guys are really making it Rage Against the Machine versus Avid Brothers in the second round. Not fair. <laughs> so I I do want to add a little bit of a, a nerd correction point. Frozen was not a Pixar movie. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Like Pixar gets all the credit for having those types of movies. Um, and I think I got Frozen now. 2 was like super underrated. It it wrecked me. Like maybe it was just where I was at in my life kind of deal. You know, you know that you can know, happen. But three hundred million dollar underrated movies. <laughs> it's underrated for being deep. People act like it's just to, like let it go for the millionth time, and that's what I'm saying. It's not deep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, next, we have Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins with. Handle with care.
I missed you. I'm going to say James did Newfound Glory. Gotta be. Same. Uh, I yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. I like Newfound Glory. I like Lisa Loeb. And they do edit here. Oh, that was her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really Lisa Loeb. Yeah. I did not know that. It was. And then I will guess that Jenny Lewis is Joe. Anybody cool. That's my guess, too. It it's was not. Me. Yeah, it was the I other one. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice, there was a certain someone that came through in the at the tail end of the song, and his his name is Connor. So, um, no, this is the album that I love of Kenny Lewis, and I always love this song. It's a Traveling Wilburys cover, which I mean, come on, and it has Ben Gabbard from Death Cab in the chorus. And then M. Ward shows up, who I love. And then Connor. I mean, it's like a freaking wet dream. Can I say that? With all the other stuff we've said. Um, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I, I freaking love the song. That's pretty much all I have on this. Other than I'm really mad that it went up against Newfound Glory. Because this is probably my favorite song that I didn't pick on the tournament. And... Newfound Glory rules, and the cover of this song is freaking perfect. So, but I gotta go with Jenny Lewis. Well, since we're twins and we have the exact same, it's gonna go. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll do. I'll go after that. Well, I was just gonna say, basically, ditto. Like Josh and I, I don't know why I always feel the need to say this, but Josh and I love Newfound Glory in college. Like they bring back a lot of emotional uh, nostalgia for me. And the fact that Lisa Loeb's with them, like, it's dope, but <clears throat> I, I just love Jenny, Jenny Lewis. And I think if it was just Jenny Lewis, I might be tempted to go with the Newfound Glory, but all of the backups, it's just a home run. Like, it's phenomenal. So. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed Handle With Care. I'd heard it before, and it was a live version with Connor Ober singing with them, so... That's cool. He did it here, too. I, I thought it was great. The one thing I wanted to mention, the original version is by the Trevlin' Wilburys, right? Mm-hmm. Chuck Klosterman, one of my favorite lines from him in one of his books, he's talking about his life. And he mentions how at one point he was one of the most popular rock critics in Akron, Ohio. And he said, but that's sort of like being voted the sexiest man in the Trevlin' Wilburys. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so that said, I loved both songs, but I'm voting for New Country. Uh, I, yeah, it's just one of my favorites as far as covers go. Nick, what do you got? So let's see here. I'm gonna go ahead and just say that I'm going with Newfound Glory. I was aware of the the original version um, by the Traveling Wilburys. 
Um, and I do appreciate that the version by Jenny Lewis and the Watson twins was done in collaboration with other musicians, which is basically what the traveling Wilburys was or were. That's <clears throat> wow. I was not a grammar major, but I didn't find that out until just now. And I love Lisa Loeb. I, I won't go as far as saying I love newfound glory. I know of them because of James and knew of them even more because of Josh and Joe. Um, so they have a more of a sentimental attachment to me just because of association to three of my closest friends. And I mean, Lisa Loeb is on there. So come on. So yeah, I'm going with newfound glory. All right, Bill up to you to break. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked, I liked both the songs. I got to go with newfound glory just because I, it, it was great. I loved it. And I wrote that. I, I loved that the, the duo, was awesome. I didn't know it was Lisa Loeb, and that just makes me love it even more. So, yeah, I'm going there. Something about right. his voice is like absolutely perfect for that. I mean, I don't know if there's some technical term with like range or whatever, but it's just it's just like perfection to some technical that. term like range. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I would say that's my last song, and that's the only one to have made it through. So thank you guys for voting for it. Ooh, what if you were like, and I'm going to bed, so that's my last song. <laughs> like, all right, I'll edit, but I'm gone. <laughs> Can I change my vote? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Josh, you want to do it? Yeah, Sturgill Simpson with In Bloom. He's a one who likes all our pretty songs And likes to sing home And likes to shoot his gun Don't know what it means Don't know what it means to love someone uh, Versus Death Cab for Cutie with This Charming Man Josh versus Jay. That's what I'm picking. That's what I'm picking, too. <clears throat> yep. Me, too. Uh, this is Josh versus Josh. So, <clears throat> yep. All a minor here towards the end, which sucks. So, yeah, Sturgill, he actually has amazing songs that he's written, <laughs> but he's really good at covers as well. I, I really love this one. It's similar to The Promise in that it's Sturgill style slowed down and then it's like a slow build into <clears throat> him kind of singing shouting the lyrics at the end so yeah I love it and then Death Cab I almost didn't put this was the last one I couldn't decide um, and I think I mentioned earlier just the I feel like it's very similar to the original and I thought that might make some people not like it but I couldn't help it because I just think it's so fun so yeah that's those two um for me, I gotta vote Sturgill though. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Sergio on this one. I loved it, and it sounded, I don't know if it was just, it almost sounded like he was using a theremin at some point in the back, like, as part of the song. And and I know it's not, but it just sounds like it, because it it sounds like his style, I'm assuming. I mean, I've only really listened to two of his songs. But it had this really weird mood to it. And, the, and, and I'm going to the video as well. Like, the video is super cool, that just the look of it. So, and I just liked it better than, and I didn't really, wasn't familiar with um, this charming man, uh, the original at all. I can't really remember if I looked it up or not, but yeah, I'm going Sturgill. All right. So um, this charming man is a song by the Smiths. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I love the Smiths. Actually, my random fact for this song, I have a friend at work that I made because I was wearing a Smith shirt to work one day and she pulled me aside that's probably one of my two best friends at work now. Yeah, she and the thing is, the thing we had in common was that we liked 80s kind of new wave music. And she was telling me, oh, I haven't heard any new bands in like the last 15, 20 years. This was like 10 years ago, right? So what I did was I made her a mix CD of more modern bands doing 80s new wave covers. Nice. This was one of the songs on it, and she loved this. If I'm remembering right, she loved this song so much that she actually, I think this is what made her a Death Cab for Cutie fan. Awesome. I know she's seen them several times live now, but yeah, I love this song. In Bloom was good too, but I'm voting for this charming man. So I'll Generally, in... as a rule of my religion, I have to support anything the Smiths do. Yes. <laughs> um, Josh, so is... Am I correct in saying this is only the second time since we've started doing these podcasts that uh, we've had someone going up against themselves? Me being the first and now you being the second? I think so. So this absolutely sucks from being in in this position before. It's basically having to choose between two of your children. Like, which is your favorite child? You've got to murder the second. Yeah. Uh, That's easy. That's the point of uh, having to, so you can have one left over. Yeah, the other one's for spare parts, right? Jeez, exactly. Come on. <laughs> so your mistake was not having twins because now the sizes are different. Oh, there like we go. Like kidneys and stuff. You know, come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, I also on a unrelated topic, since we have a Smiths cover here, I about a year or so ago, was able to procure two Smiths records, which was very awesome to me because they were not reproductions. They were originals, so I'm super stoked about that. But anyway, this is a hard choice for me. I am a... I've mentioned before I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan, so therefore I'm also a huge Nirvana fan. I love In Bloom. It's, It's such a good song. And it almost, almost makes it, like, Nirvana is not a sacred cow to me because there are covers of Nirvana that I think are just amazing. And I absolutely love, James sent me one time a entire CD that was nothing but covers of Nirvana. Oh, that Spin Magazine CD that they yeah, put on the yeah. internet for free, yeah. I, I really love that this podcast would be a lot shorter if we didn't go down rabbit holes, so... Anyway, back on track. So Sturgill Simpson didn't know Sturgill Simpson until the last time we talked about Sturgill Simpson. 
So thank you, Josh, for enlightening me to him. I now am probably going to have to procure. So actually, let me ask this. Are both of these songs on the same record? They are not. They are not. Oh, shit. I just assumed it was like some cover album he did. No, I think he did one on each, yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, then I am going to have to go find out more about him. So, Death Cab for Cutie is... I I love them so much. I really do. I I like the Smiths. I love Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, So, this is a really difficult choice for me. I do agree that Death Cab for Cutie's version sounds similar. I wouldn't say very similar, but similar to the Smiths. Uh, Sturgill Simpson's version of In Bloom is drastically different. What makes it difficult, though, is that I still like the Nirvana version better. So I'm going to have to go with Death Cab for Cutie. All right. Okay. Death Cab... Joe, so, what did yeah. you vote for? So Josh was worried that it was too similar to the original. That That's kind of how I felt with this Charming Man. I mean, uh, it didn't do anything for me that I wouldn't just much rather hear Morrissey's voice. Absolutely in love with the Smiths. And Nick, I'm jealous. I've looked for Smiths records in every single record store I've ever been in. There's never any. Let's just say I was very lucky. Also, shout out to High Fidelity. Yes. But that being said, I, I, I saw nothing interesting in that cover whatsoever, just for my own personal reasons of how I like covers. And what the shit is the other one? Sturgill. Oh, Sturgill. That was my favorite one of, of all 30, whatever, two songs, 30, yeah. To me, he's on like a huge role. I mean, I don't see how you could beat the promise that one time, and I don't see how you could beat this this time. So that's what I voted for. All right, Josh, who did you vote for again? Sturgill. All right, so Sturgill moves on. Oh, it's tough. All right, next is the Killers with Four Wins. And I was off to Old Dakota where a genocide sleeps in the Black Hills, the Badlands, the Callous East. I buried my ballast, I made my peace with four winds leveling the pines. When great Satan's gone, the horror of Babylon, she just can't remain with all that. Versus Les Claypool's duo. <laughs> <laughs> with man in the box all just admit that we already know the outcome of this yeah this was i don't know this was 
Both these songs are amazing. We, we gotta guess. We gotta guess. <sighs> I haven't been keeping track. I'm gonna say uh, Joel chose the killers. And who chose Man in the Box? Well, my silence would tell you that, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. I I did not pick the killers. Ah. Josh picked the killers. Yeah. It's, Jeez, hogging all the airwaves this last round. <laughs> like my second favorite band covering my first favorite band. So, yeah, Four Winds is a Bright Eyes song for those mm-hmm. who not know. It is my wife's favorite Bright Eyes song. So, it's one of those covers that I, I feel like, I think Joseph mentioned this last time, it's too, uh, I don't know, both of the artists are too close for me to really feel any sort of objectiveness. But... I feel like it's a, it's definitely different from the original as far as the sound. I mean, Brandon Flowers is a voice of his own, you know, and and I love it. So yeah, I'm voting for it for sure. So, <clears throat> Les Claypool's Duo Day Twang. <laughs> uh, I really do enjoy Alice in Chains. I am a I won't say I'm a big fan, but I'm a fan. Anytime an Alice in Chains song comes on, I'm I'm listening. I, I love the, that song. Nick, how have we never covered this before? I like them too. Oh yeah, I'm I I yes. Like I said, I'm I'm trying. I'm preventing myself from saying I'm a big fan because I don't own any of their their uh, CDs or anything like that. But yeah, I have I always either, just yeah. thoroughly enjoyed Alice in Chains. Dude, next time we hang out, we're putting on dirt. There you go. If if you're not familiar with Les Claypool, you are probably familiar with the band Primus. He is the lead singer of Primus. Shout out to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And this was a side project he did as a uh, with a guy from another band I've never heard of. Um, they just wanted to do a country western album. And they chose to cover Man in the Box, of all things. And this also came on, just as Bill has said before, he discovers some songs through YouTube playlists. I discover some songs through Spotify playlists. It just comes on, and immediately I was like, what the fuck is that? And I thought it was fun. It was a very different version from the original, but it was just a fun listen. Now, you could argue whether it's a good song or not, and I'm sure we will, but I just I just thoroughly enjoy it. And then now, after our first few rounds of these music podcasts, I can't listen to this song without picturing that video of that one song Bill submitted of the, the large puppets killing each other. Yeah. That's just what this song Graveyard sounds train. like. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, it sounds like that to me. And so now I will forever associate this song with that video, even though they don't go together. So it's still a difficult pick for me, though, because I I love the killers. I like what I've heard of of Bright Eyes, but I've not heard this song before. So not familiar with the source material, and it sounded different than most of the killer songs that I'm aware of. So it didn't like draw me in like their other stuff did. So I am sticking with Les Claypool. Joseph? I'll, I'll go. So I guarantee Josh will agree with me on this. The only 
point of reference I have for Les Claypool is when Fred Durst shouted him out in a Limp Bizkit song in like oh. the late 90s. Les Claypool for acting like a fool. That's why oh. <laughs> Nick, I don't remember you doing that. Shut up. <laughs> oh. And yeah, I mean, the, the killers are one of the all-time greats, and this song was stellar. Uh, going with the killers. I'm really struggling with this one because I absolutely love the killers. They're in my top five favorite bands. I am not a fan of Alice in Chains at all. <laughs> like, they... I'm not at all. And <clears throat> I love this song because it's freaking hilarious. And I feel like it's just completely making fun of the overdone. Look how terrible everything is. Like the line when he says, for some reason, I'm buried in my own shit. Like, I freaking love it. Like when the last time we were doing this and James made fun of like the college kid of the acoustic guitar of the willowy, like girls around him being all deep. Alice in Chains to me is like, the grunge version of that. It's just like, all right, <laughs> shut up. Like, you suck. So this this song making, I don't know if this was the intent, but I, I saw it as just like just straight up making fun of their best song. And I freaking loved it. Like the whole line is just like, no, you so them shut. Like, it's so freaking good. But then it's the freaking killers. Like covering a song that I listened to the original, I'm like, this is also really good. So, I don't know. I got to go Killers. Uh, I was hoping you'd sell the tiebreaker. I know. I, I, loved, I loved this song so much. And, like, I was listening to it while I was working on stuff and just, like, cracking up. And I had my earbuds <laughs> in. And my daughters are like, what's so funny? I'm like, this song is hilarious. And I was like letting them listen to the parts where they weren't talking about being buried and shit, which was a small <laughs> portion of the song. And yep. they thought it was weird. And so, I don't know, if I can just reference like, I, I, I don't know, I, that's just too much tangent on that side. But anyways, Killers, that's my vote. Yeah, loved, loved, loved Les Claypool. But man, Killers all the way, man. I love them. Bring it so, home. Bill, are you like me in that you would have been completely happy with either one of these songs and winning this tournament? Oh, totally. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I almost picked an Allison Chain song. And to Bill address your this being their best song, I would argue their best song is Wood and that it's just fantastic. <laughs> I almost picked a cover of Wood. Actually, I had like eight songs I was really debating hard over before I got down to my six. And this cover of Wood by Allison Chains was one of those eight. And it was a yeah. heartbreaking cut. So yeah, I'm glad it I'm glad this cut chosen. The four and win song I actually texted Josh about how much I loved this. The lyrics I think are amazing. I looked up the original song. That was amazing. Yeah. I texted you guys earlier that one of the lines softly towards Bethlehem is actually a reference from a poem by W.B. Yeats called Second Coming. And so, yeah, I, I just loved both of them. And like you, Bill, it would have been really hard for me to vote between them. But since it's already gone to four wins, I'll vote for Man in the Box because it deserves <laughs> to be at the push of oh three to two. I am going to say that when I submitted these songs, I 
was absolutely certain no matter what this song went up against that it was going to be voted out in the first round and i i loved it i loved it for it no i i tell you what nick if this went up against any song other than the killers i would have i would have gone for it (laughs) i may have too actually yeah this is one of my two or three favorites of the whole tournament all right last one in the first round dragon force with my heart will go on Versus Glenn Hansard again with Crimea River. Cause I found out from him now there is no chance for you and me. They'll never be, and don't it make you so sad about it? You told me you loved me, so why did you leave me all alone? Now you tell me you need me when you call me on the phone. Girl, I refuse, you must have me confused with some other guy. Your bridges were burned, and now it's your turn to cross the Crimea River. I can't do the math, but I'm pretty sure Dragon Force was Bill. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> and it was, uh, Glenn Hanser, Josh, or Joe? It wasn't me. I already had my Glenn. Wasn't me. That would be me. It was Nick. Wow. Okay. I. No way to play to the crowds. Before we get started into this, Bill, I am going to say that I absolutely love that you put a Dragon Force song on here. I have not heard them in years, and immediately when that song started playing, I was like, this is Dragon Force. And I got super excited. Yeah, because it's the better song. Like, (laughs) this is really good. Oh. Why do you hurt me so? All right. Cry me a river. <laughs> I, so this one, uh, this is 100%. This is what I love about songs and covers. It's just weird. It's fun. Some of these songs are just too freaking serious all the time. Like, holy crap, guys. Let's get some synth in there and have some fun. I don't know. I just loved it. Like, freaking cover of Celine Dion from Titanic, but it's like 80s rock. I loved it. So I picked it up on Spotify. I thought it was pretty cool. That popped up, and I was not expecting it at all, and thought it was awesome. Super fun. So are you familiar with any of anything else from Dragon Force, or was this just a song that you stumbled on? Th- this was the first song that I stumbled upon that got me into some of their other songs. I okay, mean, I'm good. not like a, an expert you know, and can list off all their albums, but yeah. So Adam introduced me to Dragon Force when we were still living together in Independence. And of course he had, at the time, I'm pretty sure all of their albums because he just pirated everything. So it was, uh, if you're not familiar with Dragon Force, whatever you think about this song just go listen to some of their stuff because at the very least the just the skill of the guitar playing in their songs is just amazing. Like, yeah, almost they're like super speed fun. metal. Yeah. Yeah. 
That being said, I picked Wait, Nick, this hold claim. That thought, hold that yes. thought. The uh, the intro to All Along the Watchtower by Dave Matthews Band just ended, and I want to hear him singing it to make sure I voted the right way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's okay, awesome. I think I voted the right way. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. Um, and I just realized, thank you, James, for the interruption there, that I used a phrase that at the beginning or before we started recording, I said I wasn't going to use. I said that being said again. So. Fine. That's that going to be my t-shirt. I, I was fighting it the whole time, but I guess the bourbon's kicking in. So, Glenn Hansard, like I said before, I I am not super super familiar with him, but I know him enough. Oh wow! I just got a text from my wife that said, "Can you talk softer, please?" So apparently, I'm keeping her up. So pardon me if I get a little quieter. But yeah, so Glenn Hansard, from what I know of him. The, kind of his signature is that busted ass guitar, and the reason it's so busted is just because he plays the hell out of it. I'm not sure if this cover is making fun of or uh, praising the original song. Musically, I'm not a huge Justin Timberlake fan. He has like a couple of songs out there that I can listen to if they come on, but otherwise I'm just kind of like, meh. But, I mean, you put him on Saturday Night Live and I am there. I'm in. The The comment that came up on, on YouTube when I pulled up this video, the first one that came up was, this version I love much more than the original one. And I will totally agree with that. Like this is a vast improvement on the original song. It it's just it's so emotional and so gritty and not gritty, but you can just feel like the anger in the song. Just as he just pounds on the guitar harder and harder as the song goes on. I'm a fan of a good like revenge song, and that's not necessarily what this is, but it's a good Eh, well, you done fucked up, and so live with it song. So, yeah, that is my submission for Crimea River by Glenn Hansard. So I'll go, this is Josh. I don't think he was making fun of it. I think it's just a popular song that the lyrics are in his wheelhouse as far as being mad at a relationship gone bad. And I love JT, and I can't not pick this song, so... I'm going to go with Glenn on this one. Okay. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. Kind of like how I thought Newfound Glory was born to sing. You say, is that the right name? Stay. Stay, sorry. I feel like Glenn's born to sing this song. Like, it's just, like Josh said, it's right in his wheelhouse. I mean, if it was, this isn't to sound mean but like if it was more like nuanced and like better kind of english majory written it could have easily been him like it's and just to hear him sing the chorus is like awesome bill i love you but i hated this song so much Um, (laughs) which makes me love it even more you liked Werewolves of Armenia. I kind of thought you might like this one. Well, what's we- Josh and I were talking about this week. He was editing it, and I apparently hated that song during the podcast. I think it just like was an earworm and got into my brain after a while. And maybe this will. I don't know, but I'm going with Glenn for this time. 
as a callback, just because we haven't mentioned this on our podcast, uh, Joe, I was told you went back and you actually listened to an entire album from what's that band called? Powerwolf. Powerwolf. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the influence we're having on each other's musical taste is paying off. <laughs> oh, I was this close to buying T-shirts, Powerwolf. Mostly because I'm an impulsive shopper and their shirts are badass. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, to this date, I have listened to three Glenn Hansard songs. Just today. <laughs> three too many. <laughs> yeah. All right. What All right. Jay, I wasn't James, expecting did it. Did you want to weigh in? I, I voted for Cry Me a River. Like Nick, I liked it better than the I don't even like the original, and I liked this one. Oh, I love the original. It's one of my favorite uh, references for the kids is to tell them I have a Justin Timberlake song for them to hear whenever they're whining about something stupid. So, um, <laughs> All right, that's the first round. Want to move on to the second round? It's only 1230. Yeah, let's do it. Ra- we'll go, do go, rapid go. fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. All right, Josh, you ready to go to the finals together again? I don't know, man. I, I'm not liking my chances. Yeah, it's not going to go there. We're Let's do it. So we have Iron Man. See, this man. is appropriate. After all the trash talking last week, this is what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't us beating you, Bill. This is karma slapping your bitch ass right in the face. <laughs> Bill screwed Bill. Maybe Josh and me should only pick two songs. Well, maybe you should pick better songs next time. James, did you hear my reference? That was for you. What did you say? I didn't hear it. I said, I said, Bill screwed Bill. Yeah. All right. So, and how dare you? Iron Man versus Fiona Apple. Fiona. 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 All right. The cardigans. No. <laughs> they got a vote. <laughs> Next, we have the the classic matchup of Typo Negative versus <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. Uh, typo. That's Bill. And yeah. all along the Watchtower. Uh, Dave. Dave. Typo I, Negative. I'm going Typo Negative. Oh, for <laughs> sorry. That's all I need. That's all the victory I need. <laughs> Summer breeze, baby, just blowing across your face, <laughs> neck and chest. <laughs> um, next, we have Adele versus Kids in the Way. Weird. Head over heels, my yeah. kids in the way. For that, kids in the way. Same. Kids in the way. Uh, I would vote for Adele, but doesn't matter. By the uh, way, Joe, back up. I think, Joe, you were the one that said that Bob Dylan writes great songs but has a bad voice, right? <laughs> okay. I was looking up a song fact on that Adele song, and apparently for whatever album it was on, she wrote the entire album about a breakup. She put that song on it because she said, I was looking at all my songs and I felt like none of them really captured how I was really feeling. And then somebody played this song for me. I'm like, great. Bob Dylan can explain my life better than I can. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Speaking of Bob, we have Flogging Molly with Time Sayer Changing and the Interrupters with Bad Guy. Flogging Molly. Molly. Flogging Molly. Yeah, Flogging Molly. Yep. 
That's a clean sweep. Very see smart, right? I think so. Yeah. Was Fiona a clean sweep? Nope. No. Cardigans. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Florence and the Machine, Stand By Me, and Manson and Zombie with Helter Skelter. Florence Man, that's and a Florence and the Machine. Mm. Florence and the Machine. <laughs> All right. I, mean, I got. I got to go Florence. Woo, voting against your own. I know. Well, I'm just like, for real. Come on. It's just... <laughs> It's tough. <laughs> I just I just want a song to win one of these competitions that has an upbeat tempo. That's 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 my goal in all this. I'm gonna be kind of mad if the winner of this one is some slow sad sack song. Bill, you won the first tournament with a slow sad sack. Song. I know. I know. <laughs> Let's mix it up. You fell into the I've Josh Heiser trap. Now that now that I've won, I want it to change. Spoken like a true Republican. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Pour me a drink. So next we have Rage Against the Machine. Oh, this is the uh, the Bruce Springsteen matchup. Oh, nice. Rage with Tom Jode and Avit with Glory Days. Oh, my Rage. God. Rage. I don't even know what to Come on, Josh. I wasn't a big fan of either one of these covers. <laughs> Was it because they didn't come out in the 90s or what? <laughs> Ghost of Tom Joad came out in the 90s, the original yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I'll vote Glory Days. Gosh. You got to pick oh. Zach. Nick, go, go first. What? No, I already said Rage. So that's a Rage already won, right? Yeah, yes. they already won. Okay, then I don't have to vote. <laughs> yeah, you have to vote. Coward. I- I'll vote for Avit because just because you betrayed rage. <laughs> <laughs> what does that fill you with, James? I I can't fit into this stupid cool. shirt anymore. <laughs> All right, next All right. is Newfound Glory and Sturgill. Newfound Glory, Sturgill. Hmm. These songs are vastly different. <laughs> I'm gonna go Newfound Glory. Bill. I'm here. That's not the answer we were looking for. I know. I'm going to go with Sturgill so you've got to break the tie. Yeah, thanks. Uh, remember what you just said about what kind of song no, you wanted to no, win. No, Bill. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I immediately take that back as long as it's in reference to typo negative. I'm okay with typo negative going all the way. Because it is upbeat. <laughs> it's a happy summer song. Man, oh man. Uh, I voted for typo negative, and me and you, we go way back. I'm not saying you owe me one. I'm not going to say that. Bill, I knew what stand We have a lot of history. I mean, he did take a bullet for you in the war. Bill, when's your birthday, Bill? I could be swayed by whoever does the best Paul Bearer impression. Oh, God. I'll, I'll Ooh, lose. Yes. <laughs> we both know. If Sturgill wins, he's winning. We know this. You've got to put that bullet in it right now. This is your best and maybe only chance. <laughs> it was It was honestly a dead tie, but uh, Paul Bearer broke it for me, so I'm going Newfound Glory. <laughs> <laughs> but James, as a, as, a, as a condition of that agreement, you have to spend the rest of the podcast talking as Paul Bearer. 
I'm out. <laughs> oh, it's the best. If I'm ever sad, I just need to call you, and that's all you need to do. I just want to point uh, out that it's almost quarter to one, and I'm sitting in a dark room by myself, so let's not do Paul Bear. <laughs> So next we got the killers. <laughs> you just might find death knocking on your door. <laughs> next we have the killers and uh, Glenn Hansard. What are these matchups doing to me? Jeez. Killers. Wait, which Glenn Hansard? Crimea River. River. I'm going Glenn Hansard. <laughs> This might be the most difficult one. Um, yeah, I can't vote against Brandon's voice. I mean, it's perfect. Well, when great scenes gone. Does that sound just like it? Uh, yep. Sure. All right, James. I voted for the killers. Okay. So good there. <laughs> Josh. All right. I'll go with uh, Glenn. Oh. <laughs> All right, three to two. All right. All right, so third round. Fiona Apple versus Typo Negative. As God intended. Universe yes. versus Mercury's. Fiona. Typo. Seeing as how I'm completely out of this competition now, I'm going to be an agent of chaos and go with Typo Negative. All right, well, then I'll vote Fiona and let's have somebody split it. Yeah. James, I broke the vote in your favor. Bill, you put one of my songs through, just one. <laughs> Actually, that may have not been you. That's more on everybody, but all the same. This is one of those what have you done for me lately moments. Yeah, that was like two minutes ago, man. Come on. <laughs> I think this is the farthest a, a pick from one of the wives has gone. Yeah. So way to go, Ashley. So next is Kids in the Way versus Flogging Molly. Oh, man. Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly. I don't know. Flogging I'm still going to go Kids in the Way. I think that's one of the best. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Wait, where were we at so far? I think Two, Flogging Molly won. Three to yeah, one. Flogging Molly won? Yeah. Okay, then I don't feel as bad with going Flogging Molly. All right, uh, Florence and the Machine with Stand By Me versus Rage Against the Machine. Two machines. Uh, oh, I'm Jode. Is this the Rage. most that we've ever had by one person in this late in the tournament? You mean I've had to vote against myself, like two, two of my own songs. Yeah, I think so. Actually, that first tournament, Bill like ran the table yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I'm going Rage. I gotta go Florence. I'm going Florence. Chaos? What did you say? I didn't go yet. Alright, <laughs> I'm going Florence. So. Oh, well, Rage. Wow. Florence and the Machine in the final four. And we have Newfound Glory versus the Killers. I'll go with the Killers. Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. 
Bill, if you say... Bill, if you remember your words. You wanted a fun <laughs> song to play. <laughs> this means that you it's don't true. like killers anymore and you can't listen to them. <laughs> We all know that the killers are great. Okay, they're wonderful. They don't need another accolade. They don't. Bill, if, if you want to keep this streak alive of me and you, I mean, this is our last chance. I'm not in it anymore. Yeah, I, yeah. I was my that's last what one. he's saying. I'm saying yeah. me he's tying me you to his you. horse. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, yeah, you're but giving do I, him but like do, but do I want you to have the chance of maybe winning two times in a row? Touche. Well, he's win. This is I a wrestling this. podcast. Drag him down with you. <laughs> Take your Drag revenge him straight to hell. I don't know, but you you kind of like. <laughs> well, yeah, Peter Steele, though, man, you just spit right in his face for some hippie spinning around in a diner. I don't know. I really liked that song. I thought it was great. Too late, uh, James. Too late. What'd you say? What? That was two minutes ago. I'm going killers. Oh. <laughs> I had to Google Peter Steele, just so you know. <laughs> All right, final Next four. Please. We have Fiona Apple with Across the Universe versus Flogging Molly, the times they are changing. Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly. Did that already win? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we have Florence versus the Killers. Stand by me versus four wins. Killers. 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 Sorry, uh, Joseph. Oh, I gotta get Florence on that one. It was close. Alright. Me versus Joseph. Who do you like better? Josh, you could be the first person to repeat here. Yeah. Wait, what was, what's mine? So, so it's Flogging Molly with the oh, times they are changing. And the Killers uh, four wins. So, I'm going Flogging Molly. Flogging okay. Molly. I gotta go flogging Molly. All right. What's up, man, motherfuckers? (laughs) (laughs) My cats just got scared. All right. Molly too. Yeah, I mean that that one just hit. For one, I love the the band in general. Flogging Molly is great, but that one really hit the taking a an original in their style and, in my opinion, making it better. I just freaking loved it. It It's so good. I'm thrilled with that outcome. Yep. So, so for what would have been cool with winning, and James and Bill both picked this song to win. So nice, well yeah, done, guys. Nice, nice. Bill still I went winning. with one of my own, and it went out in the very first round. So I suck <laughs> at this game. <laughs> Which, Which one was that? Civil Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick, sure. I was tempted to pick Man in the Box, and it also went out in the first round. Yeah, Man, I'm I not surprised love, by that one. Love, love that song. <laughs> yeah. Josh, round, no. It had such a hard round one. I figured if it could get out of one, it could run the table. Just out of my own curiosity, who here actually ran through an entire bracket and who just picked their favorite song? I just picked my favorite like, song. I... Well, yeah, just I, I had forgotten about it until I got the text saying that I had forgotten to send you the pick and everything. I did not run through a full bracket. I, you know, I, I just I just like that one, you know, the best. I, that was my pick. I did run through a full bracket 
thinking that I would choose something other than what I chose as my favorite song. And then only halfway through the bracket did I realize that I did what I do with every NCAA bracket every year. And I just pick who I want to win, not who I think is going to win. And by that point, I was just like, ah, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I actually reread your text, Nick, just to make sure. And I was like, are we supposed to be doing who we think will win or who we want to win? I went with who I thought would win, but I think that's probably also my favorite in any way. But who did you go with? The Sturgill song. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't go through the entire bracket, but I basically picked one that I thought had something for everybody, which was Sturgill. But I did, when James texted me this, I kind of thought the same thing for this one. I mean, it's got everybody likes Flogging Molly and then Bob Dylan, you know, can't go wrong. So, congrats to Joseph. Nice. Nicely done, and congrats to Bill and James for picking that one. Oh, yeah. If your birthday is August 19th, then good luck winning this tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! That's true. It's August, babies. (laughs) Running it. (laughs) James, I'm I'm hinting a sense of ageism here, aren't you? I definitely am, yeah. These young assholes with their cell phones. (laughs) And our high top sneakers. They're freaking millennials, man. It's what they have. (laughs) Go smoke your closed cigarettes, you hippies. I will listen to your typo negative. (laughs) Why don't you go protest on Wall Street against people who are going to work? Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be kind of hard to run through the list of favorites because I can't really remember. What all of you picked? Yeah, I don't think we knew. And they're all jumbled up. <laughs> I think this time there were only a few. Well, obviously this is my myopic opinion, but there were only a few stinkers as opposed to like some weeks. And I think that everybody would feel that way. I mean, yeah, a couple of because there there were a lot of really good songs this time. So I'm really pissed that I forgot about that cover of the Pixies from. Um, Shit, I can't remember the, that movie. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Super pissed that I that forgot was a about great that song. one, dude. Yeah. So, I I had two Sucker Punch songs that I actually took out for some reason. Joe and I, I actually I, saw Sucker Punch together in the theater to get yeah. together. I haven't seen the movie, together, but I love together. the soundtrack. I should see uh, the movie because it looks amazing. Yeah, not so much. I'm, you know, I'd like it. It's weird that I don't know if anybody else is really heavy on instagram but josh and i are doing that movie thing movie whatever you call it 30 days of movie challenge and i actually had sucker punch recently because it was the category was movie where you like the the soundtrack better and i actually didn't hate sucker punch i'm kind of a Zack snyder apologist but it wasn't great and the music is fucking awesome she does sweet dreams yeah and she does asleep She's fantastic. I don't know whatever happened to her, but also I will say I'm kind of embarrassed that the first time I won was not at all like my band. I would think of this as Nick's band. Oh, yes. So it's almost like, like I said, a Nick win. I, I will take that one because I totally did not put this on my submissions and I should have. I mean, I but, still won, but yes. yeah, yes, <laughs> but 
to your point earlier, there not being a, a ton of stinkers on this one. I am going to be adding a lot of these songs to my covers playlist on Spotify. So thank you all for adding to that. Thank you. All right. And with that, you guys ready to, this is the greatest show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Start it again. Ready to wrap it up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. So, all right okay so what do you guys want to do next time does anybody have any ideas Okay, so I have an idea that Josh actually kind of Okay, I'm feeling kind of basic today. Top five side ones, track ones. Janie Jones, Clash, from The Clash. Hey. Let's get it on, Marvin Gaye from Let's Get It On. Nirvana smells like teen spirit off of Nevermind. Oh no, Rob, that's not obvious enough. Not at all. How about uh, Point of No Return on Point of No Return? Lewis, so you can uh, get up a... Shut up, shut up. <laughs> white Light, White Heat, Velvet Underground. Okay, that would be on my list. Though not and on mine. Massive Attack, No Protection. The song is Radiation oh, Ruling the Nation. kind of a new record. Excuse Very, me, I was in, in a minute. Time. Very nice, Rob. A sly declaration of new classic status slipped into a list of old safe ones. Very... Excuse me, I was in, in a minute. Couldn't you be any more obvious than that, Rob? How about, uh, I don't know, the Beatles? How about fucking, fucking Beethoven? Track one, side one of the Fifth Symphony. How can someone who has no interest in music own a record store? Something I did leave out of my definition of a good cover song is if it's got a good like WTF moment, like what is going on with the world, like your brain kind of breaks a little bit, it's yeah. probably a good cover song. Yes, I'm drinking, and now I'm singing. What? What? Here's a song just for Taylor Swift. He's a one who likes all our pretty songs and likes to sing and likes to shoot his gun, but don't know what it means. Now I'm not in love.
Look out. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. So that's kind of what we think about covers generally.